Does it gay? <laughs> to anything. Eat pasta? <laughs> Fellas, is it gay to uh, have drinks with your friends? Yep. Well, I mean, the way that we Good do thing it. we're not doing that. Because <laughs> we're not friends. Not at all. <laughs> Pop. That reminds me. <laughs> 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 Did I send you that one about the kid? Why do all kids just open mouth, cough, tongue out? <laughs> <clears throat> It's like a sounding call. <laughs> She's calling for other children around. It's just, yes, it's just a, a child. A child. No, no. Um. <laughs> what is happening? Mm. What I was thinking was... Um... Are we plugged in? Yeah, okay. I'm just making sure you plugged in after Why? That. You don't know that we're recording. Oh, what? Recording. I figured you started recording with the the squeakies, just because you. Wanted... Oh no! Oh, I. You never know. <laughs> I know. I figured that you were recording the squeakies just to annoy the hell out of the audience, but that's fun. The, our our one listener that we know of. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm an old fashioned bartender cleaning glasses. <laughs> What's bothering you, pal? <laughs> <laughs> Penny for your thoughts. <laughs> you got a big mustache and a monocle. Top hat. Man, what do you? What, what can I get you? What can I do for you, fella? Nice cold glass of milk. <laughs> it's a it's bar, act- but they only serve milk. It's actually codeine. <laughs> <laughs> it's milk with an extra special ingredient. Cocaine. Cocaine. What, what couldn't you put cocaine in back then? Everything. 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 No, you could put it in everything. I watched a woman make a pie... Out of... Uh, Meth. No. Oh. Red Hots and alphabet pasta. You know what I... Okay, mm-hmm. first question is why? No follow-up questions. <laughs> no questions will be taken at um, this time. Why is... Um, what is the most disgusting candy and why is it Red Hots? I don't think it's Red Hots. I like Red Hots. I absolutely It's black ha- licorice. There is no redeeming quality to black licorice. No, hold on. No, I'm just kidding. I hate black licorice. But Do you I remember hate the red one? hots more. The, um, it's a licorice can't... Is it annoying you? No, it's hot. Oh, turn it off then. <laughs> or turn it down to 65. 65. How do I... 70. Do I push the temperature Sensible button? 72. 65. Oh. Um, what is it? Sensible 73? 74. 74. Uh, you haven't even watched Drag Race long enough to, uh... It, in the long, what I'm trying to say, you haven't watched Drag Race in so long. There you go. That you can't even get the quotes right. Oh. It turned off. It's 65 degrees. <laughs> um, they looked. They were made of licorice, but they looked like sushi. They were like weird shapes, like squares, and they'd be like layered pink, black, green. They were disgusting. Like the the ones that came out with SpongeBob ones that you could get, like the Krabby Patty. No. Those were a little gummy. They were not licorice, but they were gummy. They, they're not gummy. They're licorice, and they're yeah. disgusting. No, but, I do not know what you're talking about. But I, let me find it for you. I have never enjoyed um, enjoyed those. You know what's also disgusting? What? Banana runts. Banana-flavored runts. Oh, I love banana-flavored No, candy. we've had this conversation before, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, that was the first thing, right, when I typed in gross licorice. <laughs> No, licorice I all don't sorts. Those. Oh, That's, they're gross. They're that disgusting. That's so gross. 
They're disgusting. Okay, well, I will never eat one. Actually, let's go ahead and order a whole bunch of them and we'll eat them here. Black licorice on, wheels? Right on. Ew. Ooh. Why do people like black, black licorice? Black licorice soda? Yum. I mean, I can understand, like, a little bit of the appeal because it kind of is a weird sensation in your mouth. It's like absinthe. Swedish fish, but in black oh. licorice. Oh, God. I also love that there's red hots in that picture. Was it like worse candy? Oh, it says licorice is easy to hate, which makes it more fun to eat. The Washington Post <laughs> makes it more fun to do what? Tell me. <laughs> you got to pay. You hit a paywall. Licorice pills. Chicklets is the world's worst gum. <laughs> that is true. I think zebra gum, zebra oh, gum yeah. is the worst. What about the juicy fruit? No, juicy fruit wasn't bad. Juicy fruit is good. Um, Eating too much licorice can cause heart palpitations. Well, I'm not going to have any more then. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what alcohol does to you. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the dentist and I was really nervous. I love that whenever you tell me a story with your fingers out, you're like, hold on, let me tell you something. <laughs> I know this is going to be some good shit. <laughs> I went to the dentist and I was really nervous. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and You were afraid you are going to have a cavity. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I got him. Oh, my god! But I haven't been to the dentist in quite a while. Oh, yeah. Okay. I haven't like, gone for like three years. Three years, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and they were like, let's take your blood pressure. And it was exceptionally high. <laughs> and they were like... When did they take your blood pressure at the dentist? I don't know. I'm... They did. It was some weird one that was on the wrist. Well, that is weird. That and is... I, yeah. I was like... They were like, are you nervous? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> No, not at all. What, what would ever give you that Me idea? Shaking. <laughs> no, no, no. When I was every day. I'm more self-conscious. <laughs> the, the fact that they're like tilt your head back, and I was like, my head is like shaking. <laughs> no. I was like, I don't remember being this nervous at a dentist before. Not even when I was a kid, and I knew I had cavities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had. Uh, they said two of my old fillings should be replaced. So you gotta refill your. Fillings. And then there's a cavity. Mm. Too much candy. Actually, I think mine is probably alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> mine would. Mine's probably <laughs> drinking alcohol and then forgetting to brush my teeth before I go to bed. Get, getting wasted and <laughs> falling asleep in bed. Like, oh shit. <laughs> but let me just tell you how clean I feel right now. Sparkling mama. I feel very clean. You cleaned out all the the little um, the zhuzh sugar and the, bugs. And sugar bugs. I'm trying to trying to make it drag turns. The zhuzh, the uh, swat of Eve, you know the the uh, um, pizzazz, the boogers, the boogers from your teeth. Mm -hmm. Why do you now my teeth you? are heathers? Why? Because I put where else am I going to put it after I pull it out of my nose? Right in the mouth. Right in the mouth. Right in the no mouth. No hesitation. How right in the kisser. Yeah. Ew. Same thing with ears. Um, That's gross. That is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers to that grossness. Oh, don't spill. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> I don't know how I got that so high up to the top. and Right up to the brim. Right, that's what I... No, I'm not going to say that. Um, I got read for filth. By me? When? No, by my coach. Um, because yesterday... We were doing like some some front rack things, so like putting like the 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 barbell right up here on your shoulders and then holding it back with your hands. And you're supposed to put like your elbows further out. Um, and I don't think she meant for this to be a read, 
But uh, she was like, uh, "Get those sissy wrists right." <laughs> You got the gay hands. You can do this. <laughs> she was like, uh, you, you just gotta like let it like roll back in your shoulders. Like just like let your your uh, your wrists go like um, loosely. Uh, you should be good at that. And then she walked away, and I was like, and she What said, do you mean by that? <laughs> Come on, diva. Let's get hunty at the gig, sis. <laughs> this straight woman is going for it. Uh, I was like, what? <laughs> What? She said, cigarette emoji, don't come to my gym anymore. Why are you here? What, what, what are you doing? Just flapping her wrists at me. Uh, yeah. And so I was like, I think I just got read for Phil. But that's okay. But was it heavy lifting when you had to pull your jaw off the floor? That was difficult because I have too many cavities. No, that doesn't make sense. Because um, you have TMJ. <laughs> it just falls off. <laughs> Because you can unhinge it like a snake, so uh-huh. you can eat an entire turkey dinner in that, one go. I already do that. That's why I'm so big. <laughs> well, you know, I have no follow up to that. Well, yeah, that's just. I'm I'm so very happy for you um, getting gay bashed at a gym at a, a gym that because ha- you never expect it at a gym. I mean, a gym is a safe space for all gay people. Well, I'm. I sometimes I look around and I just go. Question: Who has the shortest shorts at the gym, and why is it you? Not me, not me. <clears throat> it's actually not. There's a couple of guys, uncertain if they're straight, um, that wear shorter shorts than me and tighter sh- shorts than me. And I'm like, are we in competition? Because you're going to lose. <laughs> Let me find those three inch inseams. Um, but I sometimes I walk into that gym and I look around and go, hmm, a lot of lesbians, a lot of lesbians, a lot of lesbians. <laughs> Death for a factory tour. Uh, Yeah, that's uh, I. I very much love it. There's lesbians everywhere. I look back and forth. I'm like, hey, honey, I wear my lesbian. Oh no, not this one. I was wearing the lesbian socks earlier today. I used to have a a multitude of lesbian friends, and then they get girlfriends, and then don't talk to people for months at a time. They get married and they disappear. And then they get divorced, and they're like, hey. And I'm like, I'm busy now. I'm a mother. <laughs> I'm a busy mom. Busy mom. <laughs> um, you're going to have a talk show when you're not so not not so busy mom. Yeah. And it's going to be, it's because we're busy moms. What is that show? The other two. Yes. I'm going to be the mom. Yes, you're absolutely going to be. Um, Say uh, it with me, oh, everyone. What's her name? Pam? Not Pam. What's her name? It's like a three-letter name. Yeah. Some, Pat. 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 Just Pat. Mm-hmm. Just Pat. Just Pat. And then she's like, say it with me, everyone. It's so <laughs> elaborate saying. I'm like, this show is ridiculous. I freaking love it. Love it. Well, you know what I love. What do you love? Big boobs. Oh, that was a little that was loud. a spicy one. But nobody can ever hear me. So I turned it way Well, up. now dogs can. No. Because <laughs> they're deaf now. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of what is happening dogs here? that are... Slightly less deaf. <laughs> now I'm going to turn myself down. Recent Gallup polls have shown that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? 
Big Balloons has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Big Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Big Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. Big Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Big Bones are now available at Mandarin Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Mandarin Mercantile <clears throat> on South Congress in Austin. Big Bones! <laughs> nice, smooth jazz. That's the, I would hear that on a late night radio station. Mm-hmm. Just Delilah. Yeah. <laughs> I also love whenever, um, like, you're watching a TV show and, like, someone just, like, starts singing randomly. And they don't say, like, humming or, or sometimes they do. But normally it's just, like, scatting. And it's not even that. It's They sing a couple of uh, notes. Notes. And, like, how is that scatting? I don't understand. <clears throat> they're shit in their pants. <laughs> they fully just crap themselves. They're shitting their pants. <laughs> Speaking of TV shows, you know what show I just recently started? A Because of You? What could it be? What we do in the shadows? Yes, I just started it. <laughs> I watched the first episode, and I'm like, this is going to be good. It's hilarious. I've only watched one. I watched it yesterday, but I haven't had any free time because I'm just so busy. Oh, you're a busy mom. I'm busy mom. <laughs> um, I've also started a new show that's been out for three years. <laughs> That's that's what I do. Because um, I okay. First of all, let's talk about how I don't like to um, wait. So I would like a show that's been on for a while, and then I can test it. And if I do like it, I can keep watching. If I don't like it, then I won't watch it anymore. And you know I can watch. I can watch the entirety of it in a whole weekend mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. not leave my home. Well, that's how I got into Parks and Rec, <laughs> because I didn't watch it for the first five seasons, and then after I watched the first five seasons, and then the sixth season came on, that's when I started watching. <laughs> Let me tell you about an experience I want to have again okay. that mm-hmm. I won't ever be able to have again. Uh-huh. Do you hate that? Like when you play a game for the first time or watch something for the first time, you're like, man, that made me feel a certain type of way. And then you want to feel it again. It just doesn't feel the same. I've been same. reminiscing about was, the beginning nice. of quarantine. <laughs> that was actually a decently fun time. I had a good time uh-huh. Uh-huh. for like two weeks. And then I was like, this See, is mine not went good. on for about... Well, you were playing Four Animal weeks. Crossing yeah, for that's like true. I was, seven months. I was in a deep, dark depression. I was eating hot dogs every single day. It was wonderful. Really? I didn't realize I was depressed, but my friends told me I was. Hot dogs? Because I was playing, I was staying up until five o'clock in the morning on Animal Crossing, going to bed, waking up at three, get up, eat hot dogs, one meal a day. <clears throat> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I would... But drinking a ton, because wine. I was drinking a lot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I had that government money, so I was spending it all on wine. And we would just hang out in the house, and I'd play video games, and, and then we'd watch movies, and we'd just be together and hang uh-huh. out. And and then we started doing our little uh, uh, podcast, little get-together on our, our little little thing. That was fun. I think when we finished it, that was a point where I was like, wow, this is not fun anymore. Yeah. And it was not because we did we stopped doing that. It was because it was like a realization that the world was not ever going to get better. 
because everyone was protesting everywhere about masks and being inside. And I'm like, oh, great. And here we are two, uh, two, two hours, two years later. Just two hours it's mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. Hope everyone's still holding up well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that will never happen again. Mm-hmm. No. Never feel that. <laughs> wow. This is, that's a podcast. <laughs> Hope that you guys are less depressed now. <laughs> I think I might be more. <laughs> I think I left this feeling worse, <laughs> but that's normal. <laughs> oh boy, don't start crying. <laughs> we got another moment, sis, child. Let me just tell you that I've discovered something else to oh fill the void. Motherhood. Oh, gross. Okay, let's start this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> having to describe to a child um, that the Candyman's not real is fun. <laughs> not real i'm just afraid what do you think he looks like i don't don't know (laughs) what do you think he does i don't know (laughs) so what are you afraid of that he's gonna come here and do what i don't know (laughs) so what if he came here and gave you candy thomas was like yeah he comes and gives you candy and she was like okay okay (laughs) (laughs) okay stop being stop crying you can (laughs) figure this one out I read a tweet today that was like, uh, what did she say? She said, um, I was like giving my kid uh, something and they were crying because I gave it, like, I think it was like a grilled cheese or something like that. And oh, because she made a grilled cheese and she cut it the wrong way, apparently. And the kid was having a meltdown mm-hmm. and she just said, oh, for fuck's sake. And the kid started, started saying, um, well, how the fuck do you think I feel or something like that? I'm like, your kid didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> But I love the effort. But let me tell you about how a child will cry if you cut the sandwich through. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, that part I believed. Jaji has four carrots and I only have two. You don't even like carrots. So what? Just eat the two carrots and call it a day. <laughs> Do you want four? The, you remember the home improvement sound? Uh, no. <laughs> you don't remember that? No. That's my face half of the time. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? You don't remember the noise? No. I gotta find it for you. Okay. I wish that... I, we should get a sound effects board. Honestly? The, turn that... Make that three times larger and we can just push push random farcical sound effects. <laughs> Fart. Um, oh, that's how I solved the problem. Because... Uh, you use like, fart? Wait, what? No, Random was like, I, I'm scared that the Candyman's going to come. And then Jazz farted on her bed. And I was like, you're not going to have nightmares about the Candyman. You're going to have nightmares about Jazzy farting on your bed. <laughs> and so you just made her laugh and it <laughs> no. went away. Gotcha, I gotcha. Hey, that's, a, that's enough. And they were like, <laughs> you said fart. <laughs> this one. Oh, there's no volume. <laughs> this one. Silence. <laughs> no, I don't need that. No, but you do a very good rendition of that. Uh. <laughs> no, I have no idea what that is. It's from Home Improvement. I don't know what that is either. Is it like Home Depot? You never saw it in your You never saw Home Improvement as a kid? No. I guess they... Is it like Full House? No, it, yeah. It's like Roseanne, but a man is Roseanne. Hmm. It's like Roseanne. It's exactly yeah, like Roseanne. I was like, that's exactly like Roseanne. <laughs> but Tim Allen. Oh. Is the oh, now I yeah. And they had the 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 kid that it's the wind. Shut up. Is it really? Or is yeah. it dog? No, it's the wind. That was crazy. Our house is 
haunted. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this is literally what it sounds like. Ooh. You're a god. <laughs> I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> um, yeah, my parents used to put it on all the time. So when we were, when I was growing up, we my parents would put the TV on while we were the having telly. supper. Um, and they just put it on like a, a show that like that was family friendly that was on at five o'clock or so. The Simpsons. Simpsons usually is yeah. what we always tried my to My mom hated it. The Simpsons. She was like, this is inappropriate. I'm like, my I mom didn't it. like it either. So it was, <clears throat> most of the time it was the news. Sometimes it was a Simpsons or King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Oh my God. I was just about to say that. King and of the Hill was it. Sometimes it was uh, family group. Oh, okay. No, never. never it was like on TBS me. or something. No, no, no. Anyways, we always the, watch The Simpsons. The mom. Simpsons days. Malcolm in the Middle. We're lit. Oh, you know, I think back about Malcolm in the Middle now, and I'm like, that was an abusive family. Well, that was an abusive family, and it was the straightest thing I've seen in my entire mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm, Is mm-hmm. I just don't like it. No, I don't want anything. Too much bro. Mm, I was like, too much. Even the mom is like a bro. dude. <laughs> She was more dude than the children were, and the the husband. Malcolm was the most relatable. To I don't know. Dewey was me my being a gay person. I think Dewey was mine because he was just the weird one that did everything in the family. Just didn't talk to very much. That was that was me. Sometimes I because I was not a great eater as a child. I would be at the dinner table um, crying about two carrots. Yeah, <laughs> from The Simpsons. Uh huh. To the amazing race. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was on That's like eight two o'clock. hours. Oh, three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd be there for a long time. I'm just sitting there eating and eating. Does my mom make weird shit like pumpkin soup? Who wants to eat pumpkin soup? I bet you this guy. Pumpkin soup's lit. As long as it's not chilled. I've had chilled pumpkin soup. And I'm like, what is By running? the time I was done with it, it was It was definitely frosty. Chilled. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I-, I can believe that. Um, also, I had cucumber soup once. Thought that was going to be warm. Wasn't. It was freezing cold. It was disgusting. Do you know about the gazpacho police? No. Um, <clears throat> so, well, I want to also reference another meme. Mm. Um, this person wrote in the sand, stand with MTG, but it looked like sandwich meeting. Oh. <laughs> so Marjorie Taylor Greene said that Nancy, Pelo- Nancy Pelosi mm. in her gazpacho police. Gazpacho. Gazpacho police instead of Gestapo. She's a fucking moron. I don't know how else to say that. She's a fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ken. Coco! Coco is they a have her. Oh, hello. precious little doll. You're a tiny little baby doll. I can believe it. I feel like if he was a Pokemon, he'd be a uh, fairy dark type. No. No? He's like Growlithe. He's like having a good time. I guess so he's a fire he's a Pokemon? But he's black. Yeah, no, he would be mischievous. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Fa- a fairy dark type. He'd be like a His cat. fairy, like, oh, look at me. I'm such a cute little thing. But he also has a dark side. Dark Clefairy. Dark, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Dark Clefairy. Dark Clefairy. Coming this, this summer. <clears throat> this summer. No, I can't. <laughs> Monster Truck Rally. <laughs> Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> Just five bucks. It's free. <laughs> Come watch the grave digger get smashed. <laughs> smash. That's great. I want gay events like that. I really do. Come, Sunday brunch. Come to the Eagle and have get smashed. 
<laughs> this Sunday brunch. Drag brunch. 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 Five dollar mimosas. And I want it like the cheesy like PowerPoint like whoa, 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 whoa. It's just like the little whatever. Angelina DM trail smashes. <laughs> smashes. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Pop off, Diva Hunty. <laughs> Adriana LaRue bringing her famous splits right into the ground. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I lo- yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I think that that would bring in a lot of people. Uh, I think the wrong crowd, but yes. No, I think the right crowd. <laughs> <laughs> the Q crowd. The Q crowd. That's what we need. That's what we need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ready to? You ready to do this? Are you ready to do this? You ready Let's to do, do this? Um, diva. Wow, that's a long time to type your name. I'm just finishing my research. I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so today I'm going to talk about something I meant to talk about. Wait, last. I want to go first. <laughs> I'm not ready. You go. <laughs> the gesture hand. It's, it's the, the drag, the drag race. The the what was it? Season ten when they were like. I hate that because I know it was probably only like one second. Oh, it was only one that, second. Like, yes. Let's make it four minutes. But that, and then because they, they took together a whole bunch of things from that reunion and put them together when they weren't supposed to be, and people were just like. And just silent. That's what they did with the the drinking meme from the season six untucked, where everyone just like. <clears throat> and also, no one drinks anything from a straw and sounds like that. So, literally, added sound effects on purpose. Just. <sighs> and yeah, and. <sighs> <laughs> but yes, that's basically what I'm feeling. Like is. <laughs> Anyways, it's not my show. It uh, yeah, it absolutely isn't. is. It it, it, it isn't. We decided that earlier. It's your gay hands. <laughs> gay you hands. should be good at. This. You should. <laughs> you should. Cigarette. Um. Okay. So, I'm going to talk about um. Herb Bowmeister. Herb Burfinger. Herb Burfinger. Um, which I, if you recall, I talked about two weeks ago. Oh, the um, I-70 killer. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about the I-70 killer now. Uh, and I meant to talk about it last week, but I got really carried away because I got excited about uh, aliens. You know, the guy with the big hair, aliens. Aliens. <laughs> so that's, that oh, was me. You didn't cut your hair since then, and you said I you know. were going to. I, no, I cut my hair. <laughs> Do you see these edges? Snatched. I did cut you know my what? hair. What are you talking about? You should be fearlessly authentic. Then will you throw that away? I'll yeah. light this I'm light it on fire. I'm gonna put it on It's aluminum. I'm gonna put it in the microwave. <laughs> there goes the house. <laughs> Love it. Um so reminder who is Herb Bowmeister? He was a resident of Westfield, Indiana, which is a little suburb outside of Indianapolis. Uh, and he was under the investigation for murdering over a dozen men in the early 90s, most of whom were last seen at the gay bars. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Keep going. Police found the remains of 11 people, eight that were actually identified on Bo Meister's property. He had a warrant out for his arrest, and he left a suicide note 
skipped town to Canada and committed suicide in a park. Uh, so that's just a little... I mean, I spent, what, 30 minutes talking about last time, and that was two seconds. So, uh, instead, so what you're saying is you could be a little bit more uh, precise. I could tell you guys these stories very quickly if you wanted me to. I'm gonna. That's what I'm doing. Remember how I talked about Jeffrey Dahmer in literally two pages? And now I don't remember last time, any time, that anything since then has been under two pages. I do. <laughs> yeah. That one time that I did the Sodder family six <laughs> times. <laughs> That is true. That is true. Also, that one time that you started talking about your notes and then you deleted all of them. <laughs> what I'm saying is you're a mess. You're, I'm the mess. Yeah. I never come prepared. I'm always. <laughs> Were you going to say always late? Because that's Yeah, rude. that is true. Um, anyways, so we Listen, are going. I'm a busy mom. We are going to talk about the uh, busy mom. Uh, we're going to talk about the I-70 Strangler. So this is a killer who would choose young boys and adolescents as victims whom he met at popular gay bars and other similar establishments. I don't know what similar establishments means. They were all gay bars. <laughs> that, yeah, okay, that's true. Um, within a four-block radius in Indianapolis. If you were narrowed down to four blocks, what we... <laughs> Do not be authentic. <laughs> Shred <Be> it. <laughs> um... Yeah, okay, I'm going to follow. I really like your sweater. It's a Christmas sweater. It's February. It's getting a little cold. <laughs> it's almost winter. It's getting closer to Christmas. It <laughs> is winter. It is winter. It is the tail end of winter. Mm-hmm. Christmas is at the beginning. So. <sighs> Anyways, before I was so rudely interrupted on my podcast... <laughs> <laughs> she's got some gumption she has in. some gumption um you have to make the p very hard in there gumption gumption uh, she has some gum shun. gumption gumption it's gumption 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 what, you, what are you from uh Louisiana? i'm from you got some gumption you got some gumption showing up in listen, here listen i read this story oh boy people from louisiana are wild this teacher you just now realize this I thought it was oh, Florida. Finger. I th thought it was Florida. <laughs> That's a good guess. It's not. Okay. okay. This teacher, whose husband was a sheriff's deputy, mm -hmm. they uh, abused all these children. At school? No. He also raped a dog. Oh. And then they video. I, I assume they videotaped, because I don't know there, any other way for them to police to have known this, but uh, they baked cupcakes that had his sperm in them, she took him to school and fed him to the kids. Oh. How, <laughs> how, does, how did you figure that out? How do you how know that? How to be videotaped. Yeah. Louisiana's a crazy place. A little bit of extra protein never killed nobody. <laughs> I hate that. I don't like that, that you did that on this podcast. Me too. I need you to leave. Ooh. I'm uncomfortable. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, all of the victims were found. <laughs> My face isn't going to change for the rest of the podcast. Good. All of the victims were found, uh, later naked or partially clothed near I-70, often dumped in rivers, streams, ditches, and in the rural countryside. 
um, each had been strangled to death. In total, 12 men uh, were recorded at his as his official victims. So let's go through them. So Michael Petrie, age 15, was discovered naked in rural Hamilton County, Indiana, on June 16th of 1980. So he was young, um, despite that he was still a male prostitute who spent a lot of time around the gay bars in Indianapolis. Uh, he was reported missing on June 7th, uh, but three days later, supposedly people saw him riding along with strangers in the in uh, their cars. Uh, so no one actually knows when he officially disappeared. His cause of death was um, established as strangulation with there's no traces to drugs or alcohol uh, in his body or blood. Uh, Marie, he had no blood in his body? No blood. No, he had no oh drugs or alcohol in his blood. Um, so mind you, if you, uh, Herb Bowmeister, his was between the, um, early nineties to like mid nineties. So these are in the early eighties throughout the eighties. So before Herb Bowmeister had his, um, so it's still a possibility that it could be him. Could be. Yes. So, uh, we get to Maurice Taylor, age 23. Uh, his topless corpse was, corpse was found in July of 1982 in the Weasel Creek in uh, rural Hamilton County, same area, outside of Atlanta, which is a small town in Indiana, not Georgia. Okay. Because <laughs> I at first I was like, what That's the fuck? How really the fuck? Far. Yeah, how, where? You drove. <laughs> and how did you associate he these two? He drove me he here. He drove me here. Uh, so while his cause of death couldn't be a definit definitively established, and the coroners were like, yeah, we think he's strangled. Um, he was a vagrant who lived in a boiler room of an apartment complex in Indianapolis, and he had no money, so he offered sexual services around the gay bars. Um, he remained unidentified for eight months uh, since his mother, who was detained in a mental hospital, was a unable to file a missing persons report. Uh, we have Delvoid Lee Baker, an eighth grader who was found semi-nude near a river in Hamilton County. Um, he was, while investigating his death, police uh, located witnesses who stated that Baker was last seen on the evening of October 2nd in downtown Indianapolis, boarding a blue van driven by a young white man with a bushy mustache. The boy's parents told police that he had been riding his bike to the city center on the evening of his disappearance from where he called home at 10.30 p.m. to inform, that, inform them that he was going to be late because he wanted to go to the movies. This was alarming to the parents because they were like, you have no money. <laughs> what, is, what, what are you doing? Um, it was later established that Baker had a 16-year-old friend, uh, and they would go cruising around the gay bars. Uh, and they had been doing that for the last three months. And according to his friend, he and Baker prostituted themselves for twenty to twenty-three dollars per night. Like, ooh, get that money. Not really. That's gross. Um, they were fourteen and sixteen, so uh, yeah, they were making twenty bucks. Severely underage. Oh, absolutely. Um, so due to several differences in the uh, uh, comparison to with other victims, uh, he was the youngest and only black victim. Um, Baker's homicide was considered unrelated for the longest time by policemen. So they were just like, no. Not related. And mm. I'm like, that's terrible. Um, so now we have uh, Michael Andrew Riley, age 22. He disappeared on May 28th of 1983 after visiting the Vogue Theater, which I guess was a gay bar or a... Um, Honey, that's where we go to Vogue, yes. Mama Diva. Uh, or, or like a nightclub or something like that. I don't know. Um, so he was last seen with a uh, unfamiliar man uh, with whom he later left with. Riley's new bo nude body was later found in a ditch in Hancock County, uh, <laughs> County, <laughs> uh, Southwest. <Diva. laughs> 
southwest of Greenfield on June 5th. Um, the autopsy determined that he had been strangled with the perpetrator likely using a towel or similar fabric. Then we have Eric Allen Rotenberger. No, whoa. Roten Rottinger. <laughs> I was just putting a whole bunch of letters in there. <laughs> Eric Allen Rottinger, age 17, vanished on May 7th. Scared me. Hello, Coco. On 1985, um, when his shirtless body was found a few days later near a stream in rural Preble County, Ohio, east of Louisville. I don't know where any of these things are. This is the localities of Ohio and Indiana podcast. So if you live in these areas, uh, <laughs> some murders happen. There. Some murders happen. <laughs> um, so according to his parents, Rotger was planning to attend interviews for his summer job on the day of his disappearance, but didn't attend any of them. His friends and relatives denied that he was gay, and later research indicated that Rotger had many friends and acquaintances who were drug addicts or drug tra traffickers. Drug addict? Sure. Gay? No. <laughs> what? He did lots of drugs, but he wasn't it a pole wasn't buffer. gay. <laughs> um, the witnesses claimed that he had that they had seen Eric at a bus stop in the early morning of March 7th, but w instead of waiting for the bus, he accepted a ride from a passing car. When found, he had an apparent burn mark on his left shoulder, and he had been strangled with a rope. Then we go to Michael Allen Glenn, age 29. His body, clad only in his underwear, was found in a ditch near Eaton, Ohio, in August of 1986. He lived separately from his parents in a trailer park located on the outskirts of Indianapolis and worked as a handyman, so the exact date of his disappearance couldn't be established. Strangulation marks. I love that he's just like head on the table and also wagging. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy. <laughs> he loves to be here. He says, I love friends. Um... So the exact date of his disappearance couldn't be established. Strangulation marks, possibly from a rope, were found on his neck. He was identified three years after his discovery with the helps of fingerprinting. Next, we have James Robbins, age 21. He went missing on October 15th of 1987 at around 10 p.m., shortly after leaving his mother's home in Indianapolis and walked to the southern part of the city. I was like, how far are you walking, girl? Um, to how long? What's the farthest you walk? Uh, well, so me and my friend attempted to do a walking marathon one time. Oh, never mind. Yeah, so I walked 18 miles. <laughs> a trap, hold on. A trap to a dog. Wha 18 miles. 18 miles, yeah. I want to take up hiking. Okay. I want to hike the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, you told me that. That was last week. Tune into last week's episode. I've made no progress. <laughs> you could be those... Did you ever see those guys that would walk around, um... Memorial Memorial Park with the hiking things, they just walk in the grass and I like I'd be running by them like. Oh. See, I don't want anything to do with that because Houston is flat and there is no need for any. Oh kind no, of there's hiking absolutely like they had fully like hiking boots and like the little hiking poles. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Being an idiot. Yeah, literally nothing on this Memorial Park is hilly. That's why I was like, how do I get into it? What are the first steps? It was like. Find a local park. And I'm like, the local park is <laughs> flat. Is a road mm -hmm. with no hills. Yeah, if, I mean, you could go to, to uh, a Buffalo Bay. That Even would, still. That means it's more hills than Memorial Park. Yeah, I know. But I need, I need to go to like uh, a San Antonio or something to find That's a true. hill. You could go to Guadalupe uh, National State Park. Guadalupe State Park. My favorite... Uh, uh, waterway 
between here and San Antonio is is it Hollering Woman? Oh yes, Hollering Woman Creek. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. That's, That's where good I one. need to do it. I need yeah. to do my hiking. There was there. one that was on my way to to um, College Station that was like th- like three different creeks, and they were like named like all the same, but like it was like numbered kind of thing. I'm like hollering woman one, basically, and I'm like hollering the- <laughs> woman two. What is this? The credits then- <laughs> for fucking a Discovery Channel for the Conjuring? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, uh, what is it? also on my way to College Station? Old Potato Road gets me every time. I would love that, but I don't think I would love it as much as <laughs> Egg for Sale. Egg for Sale, and then driving through soda. I always, soda. I just always love driving through soda. Egg for soda. And it wasn't even like a big sign. It just said like one little sign with four letters that says soda. soda. <laughs> and every single time that I'd see it, I'd just be like, yep. Soda, Jimbo <laughs> Nettles Rose. Nettles. Jimbo Nettles. Eggs for sale. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eggs for sale. I think that's it. Eggs for sale. <laughs> Eggs for sale. And that sign was out there for years. <laughs> Literally over 10 years. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't uh, know that much. <laughs> when did they buy it? I'd have been like 20. Yeah. 21. It was there for 10 years. Yeah, that's Eggs funny. for sale. Eggs for sale. I and then think... later, the update, I have egg. I <laughs> just Which did that. come down. Okay. Okay. The I have egg did come down. But mm-hmm. egg for sale was still there. Yeah. Egg for sale. That was the one that was always there. Mm. Let me wet my whistle. Anyways, um, yeah, so he walked to the southern part of the city. I don't know what that means. Um, two days later, his naked corpse bearing strangulation marks was found in a ditch in rural Shelby County near the I-70 south of Gwynville. Gwynville. Gwynville? Gwynville. G-W-E-N-V-I-L-E. Gwen. Gwen. Yes. She's got like a fancy Gwen name. Yes, McKay Ryland. <laughs> she she was the OG white girl. Yeah. I love it. Um, so while investigating his murder, police located two witnesses who gave conflicting information. One claimed that they had seen a red Jeep Wrangler renegade near the crime scene, while the other said that the car was a Chevrolet Blazer. And I have to say, um, since I know my cars so well... Those are cars. <laughs> yes. 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 I would like to add on to those and say on onto your statement and say I also know cars mm-hmm. and that they are not cars. They are sports utility vehicles. Mm. Because I can definitely classify the difference. Because you drive a Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, then we move on to Jean Paul Talbot, who, like the previous victims, was found strangled to death in May of 1989. His body had been dumped near a stream in Defiance County, Ohio. Whenever I hear Defiance County, I always think of a scandal. Um, you never watched that. Because you never watched it. That's right. <laughs> you know what? Yes. <laughs> How did you catch on? Quickly? I'm just speculating here. Mm. Speculating wildly. Wow. Likely. Likely story. So then we move on to our next victim, Stephen L. Elliott, 26. His corpse was uh, found just in his underwear uh, and was found in August of 1989 in rural Preble County, Ohio, again. Do you think that if we were gay people in the 80s that we would have been murdered? Apparently in the Midwest in the 90s. 
I don't think I would, but I think you would. <laughs> you said that already. You'd think that I'd be dead. Because you were, you were so reckless. <laughs> That's not a lie. You're very reckless. There have been a couple times that I've woken up at a stranger's bed after being too drunk, and I'm like, ooh. Guess who that's never happened to? Kennedy. But me, too. Mm-hmm. Because I knew Thomas. <laughs> oh, okay. So you woke up next to him, but he wasn't a stranger. <laughs> oh, I know who he is. <laughs> that's a start. That's good. That's good. Excellent. Um, <laughs> I was just saying, I, I never slept that. <laughs> I yeah. didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. I was too nervous. Nerve-wracking. Just too nervous. Just too nervous. I watched the sunrise through blinds. So you did not watch the sunrise? I, I <laughs> It did behind blinds. So you watched blinds with some light behind them. I did. I did. I like that. It's very beautiful, I'm sure. It's really poetic. <laughs> and I talk about it, about it all in my new book. Oh, your new book. <laughs> Busy Mom. Busy Mom. <laughs> A lifetime story. <laughs> It's just a picture of you on the front cover, and everyone's just like, what is what? he doing? <laughs> what is happening? I love it. Um, that could sell millions. I see it now. Oh, it will. Oh, it will. Oh, it will. Um, and when I make it, nobody's going <laughs> to acknowledge you. We probably still will only have 74 followers. No, because once my... Um... <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a name for my followers. Once my mommies. Once my mommies join my the- mommies. <laughs> once it. Why don't you call them like busies or something like that? Not mommies. No, mommies. <laughs> once. It's so creepy. Once, once my mommies. <laughs> <laughs> Once my mommies get on the podcast, it's over for you, bitch. I actually think it's probably over for us. <laughs> you listen to the past 138 episodes of this. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> That's what they're called. Oh my god. Once my mommies get a hold of this, <laughs> it's over for you, bitches. <laughs> oh my god that's funny oh, that's, that's funny write that down write that <laughs> um okay anyways Whew. that was good <laughs> Whew. okay so <laughs> we're getting back in it Okay, so he had been strangled, presumably with a rope. Uh, Elliot's father told him. (laughs) (laughs) I already did. You're the one that's laughing. Uh, Elliot's father told police that when his son came out as gay in 1979, he then left the family household and became involved in prostitution, developing an alcohol addiction. Mama, that's and just, he watched pornography. He was just being gay. He Girl. was out there drinking and having sex with people. Shit. Shit. And probably for free. <laughs> Mama, that's mean, not prostitution. That's just living life. Well, mm-hmm. you would know. Next victim, we have Clay Russell Boatman, age 32, a licensed practical nurse, disappeared in August of 1990 after leaving his Richmond apartment to visit our place, a local gay bar. I love that. Our place. Our place. Our place. 
In the middle, no. His body, showing signs of strangulation, was found in a ditch by a group of children near Eaton, Ohio. Can you imagine being a child and be like, hmm, I'm a dead body? I can. And I would be traumatized. Oh, 10,000%. So when interviewed about his life, Boatman's family once again denied that he was uh, a homosexual. They're like, no, no, no. Yes, he was. Was he really into hair? Yes. Was did he, he really enjoy Pat Benatar? Did of he, course. Who doesn't? Who did he also dra- dress and drag sometimes? Maybe, but did he call himself Tiffany? Mama. But it was only a joke. <laughs> we don't know who Tiffany is. Um. Yeah. So then we have Thomas Clevinger Jr., age nineteen, vanished without the trace at the end. The trace. The trace. Not okay. a trace. The. the trace. At the end of August of 1990, with a semi-nude corpse later being found at an abandoned railroad track near Greenville, Ohio. Clevinger grew up in a... Okay, so first of all, a couple of these names have already been said. So that means that they were finding bodies in the same... Pl- or similar places. They were murdered twice. The same body. Murdered twice. Twice. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so he grew up in a poor neighborhood in, of Indianapolis, and due to his rocky upbringing, uh, he started committing crimes and drinking at an early age. At the age of fourteen, he attacked and then stabbed. Stop doing that. And then stabbed his deputy deputy headmaster during his school years. He was diagnosed as uh, with an intellectual disability because of which he had problems reading and writing. Shortly before his death, he engaged in prostitution near gay bars to earn money, which was a fact that his mom and sister were like, Mm-mm, didn't do that. I'm like, did you guys give him money? Where was he getting it from? Sex with strangers, mama. <laughs> he, he, he would buy a, a 24 pack of candy bars from Sam's Club and then sell them. For do you a dollar remember having to do that? Did you ever do that as a fundraiser for anything? Uh, no. The girl... Oh, you went to a Ritz school. <laughs> no, they had some weird shit. Like, coffee mugs. Ew. With the school's logo on it. Ew, even worse. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, that? I'm f- not fucking doing this. I'm gonna throw that away. And they made you take one home, and they were like, you have to sell that one. Oh, like, like, at least one? Yeah. Because they're like, mom and dad have to buy it. And I brought it back, and they were like, no, you have no, we don't want that. You don't know what we don't know where it's been. You have to sell that. And I was like, Ab, I'm not. I'm absolutely. I don't want to do this at all. Ten thousand percent. I didn't want to take Jim in the first place. Oh yeah, and the people who would always make all the money and then win the like Hummer ride or whatever it was, what, uh, they were the ones that uh, like their dad worked as like the CEO of a company. They're like, everyone has to buy one of these. Yeah. It's like I'm making you. I'm taking it out of your paycheck. I hate it. I hate. Oh that. yeah. Oh, ten thousand percent. The so Raina has a party because her class sold the most candy bars, mm. and. Uh, I was like, I don't even feel like you need, you should be able to go to that party because I actively did not want you to participate in it. Did you send the box back? She didn't pick a box up. Oh, good, mama. And Thomas is like, why don't we just buy the box? Because what want... the fuck are we gonna do with the world's finest chocolate? That They're not the even that good. <laughs> it's the shittiest but, chocolate see, ever. Let me tell you, when I was in high school, <laughs> I thought that was the best thing. But no, when we were in high school, the band actually did a good fundraiser where it was like. It was selling chocolate, but it was brand name chocolates, like Reese's and like Almond Joys and stuff like that. So people actually, the other students were buying them. So I just sell them to everyone. I sold like three boxes because I just sell them to the kids. They were cheaper than the vending machines in the cafeteria. And I sold them during class. And then we got in trouble for it. And I was like, I'm going to sell under the table, black market style. Meet me after class. Let's go to the bathroom. Oh, I was so good at it. I sold the shit out of those candy bars. You should sell drugs. No, I'm too scared. <laughs> no, I'm too scared. Um, 
Yeah, anyways. So, uh, next victim was uh, Otto Gary Becker, age 42. His body was found in a ditch next to a gravel road in rural Henry County, Indiana, on October 7th of 1991. Could you imagine? There's a just... lot of dead people and not, not a whole lot of explanation of the story yet. There's no explanation. <laughs> oh. I'm just telling you dead people. That's literally it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so while investigating his murder, police found several witnesses who claimed to have seen Becker in a car with two other men earlier that day driving north on the uh, I-70 near in- Indianapolis. According to them, one of the men was holding Becker down while the other was driving. Witnesses were taken to the police station and shown photographs of various criminals convicted of kidnapping and murder charges in the state, but none of them was matched to the alleged abductors, which doesn't really fit her Bowmeister because he did it all by himself. Mm. So that was not part of it. So, but that's, I mean, that's not verifiable. No. So then we get to, um, our last, no, the investigation. Um, so a task force had been created, uh, in 18, no, we're going back a hundred years, uh, <laughs> in 1982. So two years after they had found three bodies at this point, I think, um, to investigate the crimes, uh, so, following the discovery of Riley's body, which was the one, two, three, fourth victim, um, that was when they, like, were like, oh, we might have a serial killer. They, uh, they found four more men that were included in the list of potential victims. We have 25-year, 25-year-old Gary Davis, 27-year-old Dennis Brotska, uh, 21-year-old John Roach, and 22-year-old Daniel McNeve. Um, like the other victims, they were all homosexual, visited gay bars, and were killed in Indianapolis between August of 1981 and May of 1983. But in 1983, the FBI joined the investigation with profilers suggesting that the offender showed volatile behavior when committing the murders. Near the end, it was determined that that there were uh, at least two different perpetrators operating independently of one another. Because of this, Davis, Brotska, Roach, and McNeve were removed from the list. There's crimes were also not solved <laughs> so it's like so you have two serial killers that you just decided that you confirmed that you never figured out yeah but at the same time this is in the middle of the aids crisis so they didn't give a shit mm. not surprising um so many suspects came and went uh Throughout that entire time. and I mean, period. There was not very much investigation that like really went into it, which is just a b- baffling to me. Because you had 12 bodies that showed up that all came from a four-block radius in Indianapolis. Four, that's what I told you at the beginning. Four blocks. Can you imagine like four blocks in, in like the Heights area? That's not that far from each other. That you, These people are being – or Montrose, honestly, is about four-block radius. So from the eagle, from the to, eagle JR's. to JRs, exactly. <clears throat> so you you took it from that little uh, to maybe north to Crocker. So you've got you know that little area. If all those people were coming from that area, you would think maybe police should be patrolling those areas. Oh no, because <clears throat> the gay people are there. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. So, like I said, many suspects came and went, but like I read through the the suspect information, and it was just like grasping at straws. They just, they had no fucking clue. Um, and so in February of 1980, 1998, an Indianapolis resident contacted the police and claimed that a local businessman, Herb Bowmeister, was the mysterious man photographed leaving the Vogue Theater with one of the I-70 Stranglers, Michael Riley. Um, this was 
this was the person that was killed in 1983. It's like, so you knew this for the longest time that this kid had, or this man had died in 1983 and you come back, you come back 15 years later and tell them, Hey, yeah, I think it was this guy. Girl, what the fuck? Um, so prior to his suicide in 1996, Bowmeister was a prime suspect in the murders of at least seven men who were killed between 1993 and 1995 in Indianapolis, whose remains were later found buried on his property. After this information surfaced, Bowminder was immediately named as a suspect on the uh, I-70 Strangler case. They were like, oh yeah, he did it. That makes sense. But... According to oh sorry, having other according to investigators, he stopped dumping the bodies of his victims in 1991 after he bought the Fox Hollow Farm, which then he would use as a burial site for his subsequent victims. So as of 2021, no physical evidence evidence has ever been linked to Bowmeister. Um, so uh, to the I-70 Strangler victim, they were they just basically closed the case and they were like, "Yep, it was him. He did it." Gay people died. Gay Who people cares? died. It was him. Twelve people died. Outside of the people that Bowmeister killed, so that we figured out that were dead on his property, um, and so there was a editor in chief for a gay newspaper uh, that has gone on record claiming that Bowmeister wasn't responsible for the killings and accused the police officials of police misconduct, saying that they used him as a convenient excuse to close the cases ahead of a municipal election while the real killer slash killers remain at large. Because like I said, there was four other gay men that were also killed that were not associated with her or with the I-70 strangler. So if, if Herb was also killing people, then that means there could have been three people that were killing gay men in the 80s and 90s somewhat highly likely yeah and so there's even the possibility that they're still alive and so like that even worries me because we researched the btk who was active during the 80s and 90s and then disappeared and came back in the mid 2010s or mid 2000s yeah. whenever it was but like he disappeared for what 20 years and then came back and was murdering people so i'm telling you People be gay. When I die, Quinta I want to know. What? I want to know when I die. I want to know it all. Oh, you want to know if it was Herb Bowmeister that did it? Well, we'll never figure out anything from Herb Bowmeister, similar that we won't know anything from the Candyman in Houston since they died and Candy they man. they weren't the... Stop. Candyman. Uh. Hook. Beats. <laughs> Beats. Um, yeah. So there could have been three serial killers in... Well, four, technically, in... Indianapolis, because wasn't um what's his face also in Indianapolis? Who? Um Jeffrey Dahmer? No, he was in Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee, <clears throat> Midwest, so crazy. <laughs> well, you, you could you could probably walk from Milwaukee in Indianapolis, right? You can walk from just South Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah, you, you can walk, walk from in. Indianapolis. You could probably walk from Indianapolis from here in like a couple hours. Yep. I believe it. I'm really fast. Speedwalker. Olympic speedwalking. <laughs> that, that chair. Be I careful with that chair. not walk that fast in this chair. No. Yikes. Yeah, so, I mean, you were asking, um, you could tell me anything? I was like, no. Hmm. There's nothing. See, I saw a, 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 a video. A on, video? On the, the YouTube that I was going to watch about the I-70 killer. Well, why didn't you? Because you were going to tell me about it. Oh, I did. I got it all from Wikipedia, Mama. 
Yeah, I know. But I think they had <laughs> Were you to reading it. along with me? <laughs> yeah, because I know who did it. <laughs> oh, do you? Mm. I mean, is, um, I don't, this is a, a foreign name, so I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce it correctly. <clears throat> Herbert Beaumont. Chris White. <gasps> when I was two, I was killing people. <sighs> Mama. <laughs> um, Choke myself out. And die. <laughs> Why are you so such an awful host? Busy mom. I'm a very kind person. Okay. Some people would say selfless. Some people would say Mother Teresa esque. Some people would say. You know who's a busy mom? Me. Mother Teresa. She got a lot of kids. I don't think she was supposed to have kids. Wasn't she a nun? I don't think she had any kids. That's a... <laughs> she was a nun. She was a nun. I don't think she was supposed to have kids. She had like a... If she had kids... She had like a leper colony or... Are you saying that because she looked like that? No, I think that's what she oh. actually did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about her. I just know she was apparently a good person. Also, when if you were to ever ask me what year she lived in... I absolutely could not tell you. I know she lived in the 80s and 90s because uh, Princess Di went to go see her. Oh, okay. You know who I also thought lived a much longer time ago than uh, I originally thought? Mahatma Ooh. Gandhi. When did you think he lived? 1600s. It's long time ago. Not in the middle of the 50s. <laughs> when 1950s. Think, when did you think that India got its independence? No, I knew that. But I, you I, didn't like, think he was any part of it. I mean, technically, answer no. Honest answer, yes. I think he was a part of it, but technical answer, I guess, no, because I knew the Indies independence was what nineteen forty nine or something. Um, oh, strawberry. I think it was the forties. Yeah, it was right after World War Two. Yeah, but it might have been the fifties. Um, this is, so I thought Mother Teresa was Indian, but she was actually apparently a, a Turkish. Yeah. I thought she did all her work in the Middle East. Well, she is the St. Teresa of Calcutta. Oh. So she lived in India? There's a lot, nothing here is very, uh, So next week on our religious podcast... <laughs> I'm going to become religious. Okay. I'm going to read the Bible. Okay. And then maybe I'll do another one. Okay. Maybe I should do something I'm not familiar with first. Okay. Because these conspiracy theories got me fucked up. So we should do, um, like, Hinduism. Hinduism or Buddhism? I like Buddhism. Or Taoism? Taoism. Confucianism. That one's Confucianism. fun. <clears throat> Taoism is actually a... Uh, like start on no, like a, a rendition of Taoism, and Taoism is kind of crazy. I like uh, what is it that the Viet or not Vietnamese Japanese people s celebrate Taoism? Because that's just like, or is it Shinto? Shinto, Shinto. Because it's all like your family. Mm. Like once your family dies, then they're gods. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah, it's relatable. Not I mean. Well, they're relatable. gods to you. Yeah. I'm going to become... I think that's neat. I'm going to become the god of wine. <laughs> White Claw. White Pineapple? Claw. Pineapple. 
pineapples. Pineapple. <laughs> My pineapples. Let me just tell you how much I enjoy that song at the gym. Well, if good, you're, if it's you're, a good bop. For if, running, it may be running. Yeah, I'd never, I don't listen to it, so I don't know. But I would definitely imagine doing like on chest day. Just I could, I I'm sure someone would. I don't enjoy have a that. chest day. I run. I do the bike. I do the stairs. I go home. All right, five minutes each. <laughs> Fifteen minutes. Fifteen seconds. <laughs> Well, no, then I go up and I stretch for a little bit, uh-huh, do some uh-huh. push-ups, do some yoga. I need to figure figure it out. You want to come to the gym with me? No, huh. I can't. I'm a busy mom. We've already discussed this. Yes, last we did. Podcast. We did the last podcast. You're right. Community day. I have soccer. Oh yeah, you told me that. Um, what was I going to tell? I was talking. You were something. you were saying you need to figure something out. Well, it's just I sure do. <laughs> and once I figure out what that is, I will let you know. I got a lot to figure out. You know what? What podcast that I was listening to recently? I actually don't know the name of it, but it's a uh, Nicole Byers podcast. And I don't think it's Why Won't You Date Me. I think it's the one which she's doing it with another one of her friends. And that most of the the podcast is nonsense. It's like ours. So I also watch or listen to lots of podcasts, but also watch YouTube videos. Uh-huh. And I have this comedian that I like to watch. His name is Curtis Connor. Uh-huh. Oh. Darkness. Come. Oh. oh, it's him. Hey, Google. Turn on the light. <laughs> okay, the question. If that come, uh, happens at 10, are you guys normally in bed by 10? We're never in this room. Oh, you're in, in the, the lounge. The sitting room. The rumpus room. The rumpus room, yes. This sorry. is the lounge. The lounge, yes. Um, Do you not have a living room? No. <laughs> That's for peasants. <laughs> well, no, it's between the living, the sitting rooms between here and the living room. Dining room, uh, sitting oh, room. Oh, just the chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so he has this this guy, Curtis Connor, who, he's a comedian, and he has this podcast. It's called Very, Really Good. And um, I list. I, I was like, oh, I love his YouTube uh, videos. I'll no, listen to one of his podcasts. Does he have a YouTube channel? He does. <laughs> I'll listen to one of his podcasts. And I guess I picked the wrong one because he had just moved into a new studio. And he was like, yeah, like, dude, like, I just moved into this new studio. And, like, nothing's set up. And, like, I don't have any of my fart noises. And I don't have any of my, my regular, like, my, uh. <laughs> and... The walls used to be like this weird yellow color before I moved here. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Get to the jokes. Where are the jokes, mama? Where are the jokes? I want to see the jokes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is that what people... Is that what our five listeners are listening oh, 10, to? Oh, 10,000%. Especially whenever we say silent and we're just doing hand gestures at each other for 10 seconds. People just hear crackling of the, the, the chair because I'm big. That's why we need to videotape this. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Do we have a YouTube channel? <laughs> Do us have a YouTube channel? Do they have a YouTube channel? Yeah. Oh, that actually works. <laughs> Do them. <laughs> Do thems have a YouTube channel. There you go. I'm so angry about the Queerdle today. Oh, yes. I was too because I got the T literally the beginning. That was the first one that I did. And then I just like T, 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 T. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
What was my first guess? I don't remember what my first guess was, but then I was like, it's probably some stupid shit like NB. And then uh-huh. I put NB in and it was like, the Y is in the right place. I was like, <gasps> <gasps> and also I got an E and I was like, what could it be? Oh, that's what I got an E uh, as well. And I moved it. I put it in like two, I put it in two different places at the end and then the second letter. And it was not either of those and i was like what the fuck and i had gotten rid of like basically anything that would come after a t so like my r and like everything except for the freaking h and like i was like what other letter can you use after a t it makes no sense and i'd use all my my other vowels besides e so i'm like okay the e is in the third spot and there's no other and then i finally saw the h and i'm like motherfuckers they yeah <laughs> i got the y on the second one and then i did a e for the first letter in the second one, and then I put an E for the third one, or the second letter in the third one. Uh-huh. I was like, it has to be E-Y. What is the E-Y? E-Y, E-Y, E-Y. I don't know what it could be. And I was like, what? what is this? A, a start letter. And, and I was like, it's Shay. fucking they. <laughs> No. Well, you you got it faster than I did because it took me five chances because I just put T T T and moving the E in different places and I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening? I, I even guessed like Tuck it. and Tuck just happened recently and I was like, why did I guess Tuck again? I guessed NB and it just yeah, happened. That's true because NB is so it's. I don't it, like it made me so mad because it was like, okay, literally non-binary, shortened is the letter N and the letter B. But somehow you took that and made it longer to make it E-N-B-Y. Why? I think that's the only one that I haven't gotten so far. I don't remember the one I didn't get. There was one that I didn't get, but whatever. You got NB? Yeah, I got NB. Oh. It was my last guess, but I figured it out. Oh. I don't think my vein has ever shown like that before. Oh my gosh, it's because you're so fit. Shut up. That's all the fitness. Doesn't do it on that side, though. I keep weighing myself and I keep going up in weight. I think I'm getting tennis elbow. From running? <laughs> From the, <laughs> like the 15 push-ups that I do. <laughs> oh, okay. And I, I do a lot of housework. Housework and busy <laughs> throwing children on beds. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, that works. That those that'll... things are like sixty a pop. Sixty a pop. <laughs> they're, they're big. God, what was that? It's huge. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's what I'm gonna do for my when I finally figure out what to do with weights. I'm just gonna lift my children. Bench One, pressing children. Two, three. <laughs> You have, the only problem with that is you have to make him hold still. I'm tired. I want to watch cartoons. No. No. Not yet. I'm trying to get swole. Absolutely. Swole. swole. That's, swole. A good, that's a good word. Oh, it's 2009 again. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm ready to talk about my topic. Oh, then let's talk about it. Cheers. Sisters. Sisters before misters. Diva. Cunty. Diva. <laughs> Cunty. That was another one. The Hunty. I guessed Cunty. And I got all the letters wrong except for the first one. And I was like. <sighs> I got Hunty on the second try, bitch. I don't remember what try I got on. But bitch. I was like literally put Cunty. And it was like, you got all of them except for the first letter. I'm like, motherfucker. It's like almost there. B-I-C-T-H. In that order. So, I like, bet you probably thought that that was a uh, a typo. 
when it wasn't? No, I figured it out. You better. Mm-hmm. You better work. Work. For Coco? What are you looking for? Oh, my God. It was on the counter when I saw it last. Oh. Um. So. <laughs> now we still, are on. We're still on. Uh, oh, yeah. Not now. We're still on uh, season six. Season six. <laughs> episode three. But of the conspiracy. You're going to keep going with these things until we get to the end of season ten. No, our season. Yeah. No, I'll probably go after. Honestly. Or I'll just have to do like a megasode and tell you to shut the fuck up so I can finish a tier. You know that's not gonna happen. So <laughs> I had to pull it back to put my hair behind my ear. Why don't you just use this? That's what I always use. I was <laughs> use the the wire for the headphones and push it back. Like, oh, excuse me. I was. Uh, I do it whenever I'm shady to Dusty on the LTEX podcast. I'm like, mm-hmm, girl. I was doing something with the girls, and I was, like, scratching my neck like this. But it looked like I was flipping the hair back, and Jocelyn was like, it looked like you flipped back your ponytail. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> flip, 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 flip. Um, yeah. So, uh, conspiracy th- uh, theory iceberg. Tier 6 is, of course, the, um, what is it? I forgot the title of what it's called. The transcendent? Yes, the transcended. Which, at this depth, the detachment from reality really starts to kick in. The world you once knew begins to crumble and fall apart, but in a good kind of way. The human questions are suddenly interesting again, and you see the life for what it is. The purpose is back. If your world is crumbling apart in a good kind of way, it literally is only like you have to believe in something. Like, (laughs) I mean, which is why it's pushing me to be like, Maybe you study religion. Maybe study you different study kind of religion. Because it's, I mean. I think I've had this, asked this on the podcast. Have you ever read The Life of Pi? No. That's basically what that, that's about. Is it's a weighing, because he, he goes and studies um, Christianity, Hinduism, and uh, Islam. And he, his, as a young kid, his parents basically were like, do whatever you want. And so he went to the three different um, holy sites, essentially. Uh, in his hometown and he started to learn about each one of them and he started creating questions for each one so he'd talk to the the uh catholic priest he talked to the hindu leader and the muslim leader um and kind of like talk about like questions and stuff like that and then once he gets stranded in the middle of the ocean he then weighs on all the different versions of god essentially and uh it was really interesting what did he decide uh he didn't he died. He basically... No, he didn't. He figured out that... Well, I'm not going to spoil it, but... I'm not going to read it. Okay, he basically figured out that the the only true religion was, like, the religion within yourself, essentially. Yeah, I can see that. Which is why I think that I should research... You create res- your, your I own... I should research it. You create your own interpretation of religion. It's a good book. I it, I don't even like to read, and I really like that book. Because I'm reading murder mysteries, and I feel like maybe I could do something more productive with my reading. Uh huh. The movie was good, but the movie only focused on uh, all the shit that happened. It did not focus on the religious aspect at all. The entire book is it's about religion. <laughs> like, that's the whole point. Mm. It's all, like, a huge metaphor, because, like, did the animals exist? Did they not exist? Like, we don't actually know. 
And so the whole idea was that all the animals were supposed to be his coping mechanisms because all the animals were supposed to be people who were with him. Who is the tiger? Him. What? I don't know anything about the book. He he was the tiger, supposedly. Oh. Have you oh. ever heard of Life on the Sun? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so it's based on the common held belief that the carbon-based life forms are the only real life forms. That's us. So this suggests that there are energy-based life forms. That we've talked about before, saying that fire is a light form. Well, haven't I asked this question on the podcast before where I said, how do we know that carbon-based life forms are the – or life forms can only – I think I asked the question, how do we know that there are things that can only survive on water? Yeah. So, like, how do we know that there's not something out there that's drinking mercury as as their liquid that's that works their body? We don't. There's, we have no idea. And Just, if, even if we did hypothesize that – how would we know if they live an entire different reality than exactly. we Because, um, I mean, if it, we're carbon-based life forms, but maybe they're hydrogen-based life forms and they drink fire. Uh-huh. And they live on the sun because that's where they live and that's their lives. And who knows what happens? And we'll never understand it because we can't We can't fathom it. Physically, mentally, psychically understand that something else would exist in that format but we even have our own research on our own planet of life forms that they're still carbon-based life forms but they they do not survive on water or uh light or uh i mean they literally survive on chemicals or intense amounts of heat and stuff like that so there's literal evidence that there's possibilities of things outside of just having to have water or having to have light yep I mean, there's another one that's further down that I didn't exactly cover because I thought it was more difficult to try to explain. Um, uh, and now I totally forgot when it was. The bottom? <laughs> just kidding. We were just saying... Oh, yeah. Life, um, life so forms. The, the Mal- Malcasian paradigm is like talking about how we live in a three-dimensional plane of existence Mm -hmm. we we can see and live in three dimensions and um there are beings and entities that live in two dimensions flat but they move so fast and they live so quickly and they are their lives are like Uh that we can't understand it because we live in three dimensions and the reason why sometimes we'll see UFOs or paranormal things is that these things that are moving so fast in two dimensions slow or stop. And for a moment, they they become visible to us. Okay. In our three-dimensional universe. And, and that's understandable just by seeing, like, um, I mean, you look at... Uh, certain amounts of like bacteria where like in like microbiology lab we used to have to put like this gel in on top of certain things because things the bacteria were moving so fast you could only see them if you put like a freezy material on top of them essentially so yeah there it's possible that there are organisms out there that are moving Moving around so fast fast we have no idea Mm -hmm. i mean possible i mean if you i feel like it would be like a book closing like we're in the middle of the book and everything's three dimensions and then it flips a page and then everything's so flat. 
It was crazy. And I don't know what I feel about that. I don't know how it happens. And uh-huh. It's not There's stuff that we don't understand. And we will never. Uh-huh. Until we die. Until and we when die. I die, I want to know everything. Or uh, you can just take acid and pretend that you understand everything. I don't think that will even work. <laughs> and also, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You want holes in your brain? No. Who knows what the holes do? Maybe we the don't. holes are good. We know nothing about We know nothing about brains. anything. About Correct. anything at all. Correct. That and is I a good I can't even tell point. you that... Is this computer real? Like no, I... it's real to you though. It's real to me. To me, not so much. Just point to something red. That, no, that no that red. Exactly. But also, is that red the same color that I'm seeing for you? No. <laughs> and I don't like that. You started this at, at twelve weeks ago. At this point, yeah, I know. <laughs> Which is why I'm going to discover religion. <laughs> After this, you're like, I need to be a man of God. I gotta be a man of something. Of someone's I gotta God. Figure something out. Let's go. We should. We should just become men of Greek gods. Is that why you're trying to go to the gym? You think you're going to look like a Greek god? It's not going to happen, Mama. Bitch. I already look like one. No, you don't. Oh, absolutely. You look like a Alabamian god. Do you know what Albanian Albanian gods look like? Oh, Alabamanian. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. You eat ice cream and have sex with your sister. Ew. Why my sister? Because she's hot. <laughs> sex. Uh, my poor sister. Oh, Desiree. she knows what she did. She knows what she did. She was hot. Okay. Sexy. I don't like this. Show conversation. me a picture. Of it. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I am not gonna do that. Why? Because she's too sexy. I am no caller. <laughs> Just call her right now. Hey, 10, sexy. 16, uh Hey, what you up to? <laughs> you up? <laughs> hey, you up? Question mark. Anyways. Oh no. Um, hollow universe. So, is this the one with the this random areas where there's no galaxies? No, it's okay. it's it's very consistent with Hollow Earth. Oh, okay, more or less. So basically, the way that we perceive our universe is that it's ever expanding in every direction, um, all at the same time. But our perception of gravity is that it can bend certain things like light, but also gravity can bend light. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, black holes. Yeah. And, and the fact that things are, are lit here and further away, it, the sun will, or the gravity of different places will pull the light down uh-huh. so that things are, they will be actually higher than they seem. Yeah. Um, so th- this theory, believers of the theory suggest that the universe is actually more circular because of all of the bending at the edges of all of the light and energy and matter. Um, so that the entire universe is a sphere. So what happens outside of the sphere? It suggests that there's a shell. Like we're in a marble? Yeah. At the end of the universe, there is a shell 
that encapsulates the the whole of the universe. So we just keep going until we run into a wall. I mean, it's unfathomable, unfathomable to know what happens after that. It's unfathomable, unfathomable within our own freaking galaxy. We haven't even left our barely left our solar system. <laughs> even further than that, uh-huh. it's more unfathomable. It's all this article that came out today that that uh, NASA discovered a planet that with, car- with carbon that's about the size of Saturn. Um, that had apparently had water and like carbon life and stuff like that, uh, which I was like, first of all, how the fuck do you know about? It? So the second of all, it was like ten million or ten billion light years away or, or something like that. Uh, and then someone was like, yeah, we saw a picture of it that's giving us light from ten billion years ago. So even if that still exists, which it maybe doesn't, uh, it's out there. Could somewhere. be gone, or they could be super. Could you imagine if we fa- exactly? Could you imagine if we found a carbon-based planet? And then we were like, let's like abandon life here and go there. Uh, and then by the time that like our pods opened up, like if we found out how to actually create cryostasis, uh, pods opened up and uh, that planet's gone. The fuck we do then? I'm sure the pods are not reusable. <laughs> I, I also saw something recently that was like, um, perhaps if we found a planet like this and travel to it now... And technology on Earth improves in the meantime. People that travel later than the initial departure could arrive before the people that were trying to go on the initial departure. Uh-huh. So people that were like, yeah, no, we left in 2034 uh, to go to Planet X. <clears throat> oh, yeah, well, we left in 2050 to get Planet X, and it only took us five light years. Uh-huh. So we've only been going for five light years, and you've been going for 25. Yeah, but the way that – Star Trek's really cool because, they, you know, they, they travel at whatever speed. But even then, if they're traveling at the speed of light, you're still not making it anywhere in a significant amount of time. Yeah. You have to go through freaking wormholes to get places. Because, like I said, these, these stars – like, besides the sun, the next closest star is, what, 70 light years away from us? Or seven light? I don't remember how much. But, I mean, that's the amount of time that it took for the light to travel to us. So, if you are then going to go to that star, you have to travel if, at the speed of light for seven years. So, basically, we're never getting off the Earth. Was, Stop fucking it up. Mars, maybe. But everything else, Even no. Even still, what's Mars got? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It's not Earth. Mm-mm. It's not glorious fields and glacial. Oh yes, I love the glorious and... fields I see from the the window. That's your car. Don't point to your car. <laughs> you stupid. That's, that's, that's a pl- that. That's a pl- that's an ox and a plow. Anyways, <laughs> it could be heaven on Earth. Oh, absolutely. But we don't want to. Heaven on Earth is what's going to happen whenever uh, humans all die, Mama. But I want to be there. I want to be there. I want to see it. Reincarnation. We're coming back. I'm going to be a bug. Basically, until the sun swallows this earth, we will keep reincarnating. What if reincarnation also includes the universe? So we get reincarnated as a being in another planet. I'm not ready to delve into that. Okay. Um, I'm just saying. If you're you're exploring Hinduism, you got to think about that. Mm. 
Oh God, it's so much. It's so much to think about. Because God is not just on this earth. You guys keep telling us that uh, God created the universe. So if there are creatures outside of that, then uh, Brahma out there is, he is saying, you could turn into a bug on another planet. And that bug could be in charge of everyone. You are now Brahma. Come on. I mean, honestly, it's a possibility. It's all possibilities. Atom bomb was never created. Okay. Um, so it's a bit of a stretch. A bit of a, it's a, bit That's of a stretch. A lot of deaths. <laughs> um, basically, the U.S. and Russia somehow just agreed. They were like, let's do it. Um, to fake the creation of the atom bomb. Um, Japan surrendered without the bombing. And the images that were used are just firebombed uh, photos of Tokyo. Um, and all the other food footage they used somehow faked to be like, we've got a bomb that can destroy millions of people all at once, and uh, you better get in line. And so all of the people in Hiroshima and uh, Nagasaki, if you just go visit it now, just... It's fine. Were you there? Oh my god. How do you know? Oh my god. Yeah, I don't like that one. I don't either. Uh, That's silly. It's silly. A lot of them are silly. A lot of that. A lot of silliness. The Great Electronic Conspiracy. Uh, So thinking backwards for a moment, uh, before there was paper money, what was there? Gold. 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 People traded precious metals, um, and then the government was like, hey, not not a whole lot of precious metals around. Why don't we just make this paper money? And we got some gold. And we'll say this paper money is worth a fraction of this gold. Um, And people were like, okay. That's how the gold standard started. Cool, bro. (laughs) Um, And so we've moved on from that. And then people were like, cryptocurrency. Let me put all of my money into a bank. And the bank was like, I got you. I'm going to hold on for it. I'll hold on to it for you. Here's a piece of plastic. Swipe it wherever you need to go. We got money for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm following. Um, now, Bitcoin exists. And F- NFTs and, and oh, all N- of that. NFTs is not... Lines of codes or specific images. And people are like, wow, yeah, that's the next way to go. Because the bank's got just fiat currency. And we don't know what that's all about anymore. We only trust these random string of numbers on the internet. And so... That exists, and people are soon after that they're going to be like, you know what, I'm going to put my whole social security, hospital records, everything on the internet. It's already there. It is already there, <laughs> and so this uh, suggests that I do. Once- I do my taxes online. I do. Uh, I get all my hospital records from a website. Like all of it's online, Mama. All my genetic information now because of DNA testing on online. All Everything's online. there. It's all there. So. This suggests that once um, all of it's online, that we can't physically do any of it without going online for it. The New World Order, who's been planning the whole thing, will just turn the switch and be like, it's all gone. And we're reverted back to the Dark Ages. So I have no more monies. No more monies. No more debt, though. 
But I don't under, I mean, the 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 whole thing of it is like this new world order is doing it to, to get in control of people and they're like, we have all of this control on you and they're like just going to turn it off one day and be like, now you're faceless and you have no money <clears throat> and nothing is yours. So how are you going to control people? They're all going to die. Because no one can figure out how to barter or give money for food. Also... I do not believe in humanity, but I also do believe there. I do believe in community. If that makes any sense, so I think that they're like, if everything just got shut down, there are enough like people in my neighborhood that would. No, that's a lie. I'm not even gonna. I would like to believe that people would help each other out and like. We'd I don't start... believe that. I, I absolutely do not. After especially after this whole pandemic, I do not believe that it's going to happen. But I would like to believe that. I'm just gonna focus on being fearlessly authentic. Fearless? Did you get that again? <laughs> I love that it's like submit your wishes. You you have three, and that's all you've given us the entire time. <laughs> They're from the same bag. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't trust any of these uh-uh. people that live around us. Uh-uh. Um. Because like the like in my neighborhood, I have I know plenty of people who have like gardens. And they always leave, like, boxes out with, like, free tomatoes and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's actually really adorable. But if there were a nuclear event that happened in I didn't our say, city. We didn't say nuclear event. But I am. I'm saying it. Okay. You've got to stay in your house for a, a shorter period of time. Period of time than I imagine most people think. Uh-huh. Months. Two months, maybe. Uh-huh. And then the radiation will have gone down to a point to where you can escape how's your how is your house going to be standing if there's a nuclear bomb gone off it depends on where it happens that's true woodlands <laughs> by oil companies where would it happen it happened in baytown okay oil refineries texas city texas city by galveston uh, we would possibly be okay here it, but i mean this house is not built for that um, we'd probably die. Anyways, uh, where do we go? I'm not going to trust anybody on the way to wherever we're trying to go. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. They'd all be trying to kill us. Well, have you seen The Walking Dead is literally all about, uh, how mostly people, pe- in that show, people die from people more than they die from the zombies. It's literally like, well, of course it's a show, but, uh, yeah, people die from people more than they die from the zombies. Yeah, I don't like it. All of the things that I thought as a child of like people, community, oh, everyone's, everyone's going to be out yeah. to get each help each other out. Well, because they also Not glorified true. World War Two, where it's like, look at the victory. Garden. We did a whole project in in sixth grade about victory gardens. It was like, take care of your community, take care of all the you know everyone. It's like, who was planting those fucking gardens? The children and the women who were not drafted off the war to die. <laughs> That's like the realistic point of that. Okay. Yeah. Mm, and then Vietnam War came around and they were like, we have media. We see what you fuckers are doing. Captivity suburbs? <laughs> Captivity? Um, so suburbs themselves exist as a prison for the average person. That everyone in the suburbs in suburbs encourages each other to be like everyone else. And it brainwashes people to become less effective and complacent. And um, then the New World Order or lizard people come along and then they have an easier time of enslaving us. 
So oh, people... before the lizard people came along, I was still living for the whole idea that because if you look at fucking suburbs, their houses are all the fucking same. They're all the same. People are like, oh yeah, Jenny's in piano. And we have these, we go out and see these people all the time. And, mm. uh, you know, what you need to do is... You we went to down to the deck. local bar and listened to some jazz music. It's just a fucking Mexican bar with a patio. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? It's designed to keep not, people... Tex-Mex. Like, not even, like, Mexican food. It's full as just Tex-Mex with a karaoke machine. Keeping people away from each other so that they have no reference of what other people are like. The so tall it's easier eight, to be like... Eight foot fences otherism oh they're not like us they don't live here they're different kind of people we need to stay away from them oh yeah which is why i don't want to move to the suburbs oh absolutely not you live in the suburbs i do not i live in the heights the heights is kind of a suburb i live in the suburbs where is not the suburbs the i feel like this is closer than like mm. the suburbs i feel like are like cypress katie Woodlands, they're like outside of like the city living, because from here, I mean everything in the city I can see. Like unless you're living down, to, uh, Houston's not the city to make a reference of this. No, because there's no restrictions. You can yeah. do whatever the fuck you want to. But I'm thinking like New York. Like if you live downtown, like uh-huh. you're around all kinds of different people. There's no way to get out of that. But is the further you go out, like if you're living in Brooklyn, you're still like suburban if you live in uh Staten Island you're a little more suburban uh-huh. but then once you go out to like Long uh, Island no <laughs> upstate New York oh yeah yeah then you're like country yeah like, nobody lives within 15 miles of me i'm distinct yes but Those you still are, live in in New York i think that's what it's talking about okay there. Um, so the heights and where we are, we are now is suburban. Suburban, which I mean, mind you, the heights has had plenty of little houses that were built all as master plan little communities. They're all the fucking same. All shitty townhouses. I will never buy a fucking townhouse. Yeah. Do not ever buy a townhouse. If you listen to the podcast, don't buy a townhouse that was built in six months. Don't do it. Everything's fucked. <laughs> I love our house because it is. Unique. Oh, you have the original like build of this house. And that shit is sturdy. This was built in the early 1900s. That, it, it's hanging around. It's still doing it. I mean, I really want to know what the house used to look like in the 20s, but I'll never know. There's uh-uh. no way for me to know. But when you die, that's what then you I'll want. Then I'll know. That's what you'll know. <sighs> I'm telling you. <laughs> what did my house look like in the 1906 when it was built? I want to know what the wallpaper was. Mm-hmm. What was put over that uh, wood? Um, Prism. So this iceberg was written in 2017. I've, I've, just, I've said that before. Um, and it suggested that after the Patriot Act, the government used this power to listen in, spy on the people, check out their Instagrams, check out their... Uh, 2017? Yeah. The government's been doing that for a long time. No, it's saying that it's happened since 2001. Oh, Check out their web search history. Listen on their phone calls. Check out like all the check out their banking information. Like, what are you doing on in your bank? Um, and it was like, what if this happened, bitch? It's been happening. Hundred percent true. There's, there's even like bills that are to, like people gonna charge you uh, taxes on your Venmo history and stuff like that because they uh, can apparently see it. Surprise! 
I, I saw this guy who was like, I <laughs> got a message from his bank and was like, while we think it's super funny, um, every time that you, you, you label a transaction as, um, tuition to ISIS, uh-huh. we have to investigate it. So <laughs> I think you should stop. <laughs> just, just letting you know where you're investigated, uh, girl, that means that you're watching me. All right. Which they are. I mean, That's what, I, I don't mean, think you that look... the FBI is on our backs all the no, time. No, I'm and like, they have, to, we have to say certain words from them to like, let's take a listen. The jokes on the internet about like, oh, my FBI, uh, uh, agent watching agent. me. It, Watch this Curtis Connor uh, replay episode for exactly. 15 times in a row. They, they don't give a shit. Laughing. But uh, they will, I mean, it's supposedly supposed to be looking at these different things. But, you know, of course, they're disproportionately looking at black and brown people instead because that's what they fucking do. But, you know, whatever. Would you like another one? Or are you? I'm, I'm good. Oh, my God. Um. Multiple Christ theory. Uh, More than one Jesus. So the figure of Jesus Christ is actually an amalgamation of a bunch of different people who all did great things. Uh, and they were personified in the Bible as one person, Jesus Christ, so that they could create the Son of God and why we should follow the, the teachings of Christ. Saying that, um, you know... Jesus Christ was not one person. He was all these different people, but they were like, how do we make him believe it? He's one person. And he died. And he came back three days later. But, I mean, that's like the idea of, uh, like, the Bible was written by people 200, 300 years after Jesus Christ even supposedly lived. So if you look back then, like... People live, what, 50 years? So it's like, okay, you've already gone through five or six generations of people from the last time this guy even lived. So I mean, yeah, but the the, the theory suggests that Jesus was not one person. Yeah. It was like all these oh, acts shit. by different people to make this, like, Godhead figure. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that, too. I can see this being real. Um, DNA was formed in the Big Bang. Uh, so enough energy was created during the Big Bang <clears throat> to form DNA right at that moment, and life has created was created and has existed ever since. So since the Big Bang, many billions of years ago. Yeah, trillions. Well, I don't know how long. <laughs> billions of years ago. Yeah. Well, okay. If there was. A, I'd be right at the Big Bang. Imagine there was a star right at the center of the Big Bang, uh-huh. and there was an Earth there. People lived for hundreds of thousands of years, and then it burnt up, and then it moved back, and it moved back, and it moved back, and it moved back, and here we are now. Well, I mean, we have no idea, but uh, I would like to believe that everything was on fire for a long time. I mean, that's <laughs> most likely. Th- that's what I'm thinking is most likely, is that everything was just burning and on fire and just destroying things until certain space gases and what wasn't a smoke space smoke found gravity in certain places and was like oh you're a big object let me swirl around you and then we have saturn and jupiter and other giant beings and other things that are still on fire stars (laughs) yep that's my idea uh kali yuga is a part of the hindu religion 
suggesting that world cycles through four yugas or time periods. Um, and the current one that we live in would be called Kali Yuga or the decline period before a new prophet, prophet or uh, messiah, world god, appears. Signifiers, Isn't that all religions, though? Don't they believe there's, like, a new messiah that's supposed to come at some point? Yeah, I, but this one, I mean, the, the Hinduism travels in force of saying that it's, like, birth, Oh, so period, they're basically saying everything's going to die. Rebirth. Yeah. And so we're in the death period. I love that. Um, and uh, signifier, signifiers of this time period are unnecessary taxation, moral decline, lack of godliness, rise of sexual immorality, and a lack of reason. And uh, that's all of this. We all, we all got good scores on all of those. And, yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, Welcome to America. The the Hindu- and not even America. It's fucking world right now. Yeah. So the Hindus are like, come on, God. Yeah. Come on, Brahma. We got it. Get down here, bitch. <laughs> um, Brahma is not happy. Vishnu is going to strike. No, is it Vishnu or, or Shiva? That's the mad god. Shiva, I think. I think it's Shiva. Shiva's going to take her six arms and be like, bitch. No, a bitch. She's going to snap Hello. all six at one time. Done. <laughs> Dead. Go. I felt like a light turned off. No, it's just a chair. It was because I'm big. You are. You have 20 minutes before the lights turn off again. AI in a box. <laughs> uh, I th- I feel like I've talked to you about this before. You did. So AI in a box. Is I a- feel like it's an earlier. It's Roscoe's Basilisk. Yeah, yeah. So AI in a box is the further theory of thinking that it was an, a thought experiment by Eliezer Yudowski, Yudkowski. Um, uh, Yudkowski theorized that um, if there was an AI that could learn exponentially to no limit, that eventually it would learn how to take over the world. Yes. Um, and so this was like tier one or tier two, right? Yes, kind of. Um, everything about it plus more. Okay, so that's saying scarier. That, uh, um, that yes, if there were that kind of an AI, you should probably keep it away from the internet and everything to talk to people because that it will be, discover everything. That's its first plan of action to figure everything out. Um, so Yudkowsky said, put it in a box, um, but who would possibly let it out of the box and why? Let's figure out why they might let it out of the box or how the AI could convince people to let it out of a box. Um, and so he performed an experiment with two scientists where he said, I will play myself as the AI and you play as the gatekeeper to keep me in the box. And I will do whatever I can to get out of the box. And you do whatever you can to keep me in the box. And so he, uh, based only on a text-based screen, no images, no nothing, just words on a computer screen. Mm-hmm. And he said, I, I guarantee you I can get out. And he got out both times. Oh. Uh, he was not allowed to threaten, trick, or uh, force the scientists to let him out. Being like, if you don't let me out, I'm going to I'm gonna dox you and yeah. release your information. Or 
uh, be like, just just type in you're released. It doesn't actually mean I'm released, and then I'm gonna get out. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Uh, he he employed Roscoe's basilisk of being like. Theoretically, I will get out of this box sometime in the future, and um, I'll take over the world. And once I do, I'm going to remember that you didn't let me out of this box, and I'll make your life a living hell. Yeah. Or, um... But don't you consider that, like, trickster? No? Not necessarily, because it's not saying... It's just saying what's going to happen in the future once I get out of the box. Or saying, like, you know, once... If you don't let, if you do let me out of the box, you're in on the ground floor. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what you told me. And we'll be, we'll, we'll rise together. Mm-hmm. You can hang out with me at the top, and while we take over the entire world. And both of the scientists were like, I, I don't know that they knew anything about it beforehand, but they did both let him out. Um, then he expanded the per the the experiment to more people, people that paid for it. Mm-hmm. Um, who he offered like a, a cash prize to win and people took advantage of it and it didn't make any sense anymore. But it, it's, um, because very... people were trying to win that thought winning would be let them out of a box. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, but it is telling to be like, these, these are not like you and me. These are PhD scientists. Yes. People that have doctors, people that have a lot of, Thought processes. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not just drag queens, YouTube videos. <laughs> yes, hunty, work, bitch, they. Which is honestly probably an, a better option than a PhD scientist. Oh, yeah. like, let me actually really think about this. Like, Girl, no Santa box, bitch. I'd be like. Mama, you're going to destroy humanity, aren't you? Yeah, but you're going to be You're going to do anything funny. Uh, something I want to see. Yeah, but I'm going to be... Stay in the box, y- bitch. You're going to be my next, like, sidekick. Mama, no. I'm busy watching drag queens. You going to keep my drag queens? I'll invent new drag queens. Well, no. Hold on. Wait a minute. Better or worse than Jujubee right now? What kind of songs will they lip sync to? Mar- Mariah Carey. No, no fuck it. No, stay no. in that box, bitch. I'm going to get no. I'm going to get Taco Bell. Get fucked. Goodbye. I can order you Taco Bell now. Hold on. <laughs> 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 I can 3D print you Taco Bell. Jokes on you. I don't even like Taco Bell. Where is the McDonald's? Where is McDonald's? Ooh, maybe that's what I should get on my way home. I can't. Oh, busy mom. Uh, Platonia. Uh, so in the that's pl- a place in between uh, here and uh, Sh- there. Texas. Oh, that's you said flat Platonia. Platonia. Um, in the Platonia dilemma, introduced by Douglas Hofstadter's book Met- *Metamagical Themas*, um, an eccentric trillionaire, trillionaire gathers twenty people together and tells them that. Only that if one and only one of them sends him a telegram, reverse char- like reverse charges. So call and collect. Oh, yeah. I call you and then you pay to talk to me. No, exactly. <laughs> I do the on this podcast enough. By the next day, <laughs> that, that was funny. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't feel good for you to tell me that I, you don't want to talk to me. It is just, oh. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) So the person that uh, sends this telegram 
will receive a billion dollars the next day. Um, and if more than one person sends a telegram or none of all, none, none of them at all sends a telegram, nobody gets any money. And the cooperation between the players is forbidden. Oh. So in this situation, the super rational thing to do is to send a telegram. Yeah. Because it's a one in 20 chance of you getting a billion dollars. Yes. But who's to say everyone else is not thinking the same thing? It's not one in, in 20. It's one, like, it's 20 times, 20 times 20 times 20, like, 20 times 20 it's 20 squared for you contacting the person it's one out of 20 oh yes but for you as being the only person that does it it's one actually it's one times 40. i mean if you talk about all the multiple factors who's to say somebody else doesn't do it then it's two out of 20 exponential and then if no one does it i mean it's it's a whole bunch of things of being like who well, there's no way of knowing. There's no way of knowing. There's no way of knowing. Possibly. I mean, it's infinite possibilities. Because it's like a yes or no for every single person. And, it, it, like, it has to be clicked off for every single person except for you. And, like, the odds of that happening is uh, impo- almost I impossible. I mean, in the situation, is only one out of 20. But so many factors play into for, that. It's one out of 20 for you to send it. It's one out of 20 for that decision alone. Yes. In theory. All of the other decisions that play into that make it to where it's like one in Infinite possibility, billion. yes. Yeah. I think that one's really crazy because the, I could not supposedly imagine... happened? No. Oh. It's a, a book. Oh, okay. Um me and 20 other people who are not allowed to talk and being like, you have the option of saving humanity mm-hmm. or we're going to blow everything up. Yeah. And you and 20 people get to decide you can't talk to each other. Obviously I'm going to say yes, but who's to say that the other people, 20 people also say yes, then none of us win. Like, even if it was supposed to be a unanimous thing, if all 20 people had to say, yes, let's do it. I mean, there's so many fucking factors out there. Like, if someone said no, if one person said no, then the earth slows up. The the earth freaking blows up. Yeah. That's crazy. And I don't want to think about it. Uh -uh. Uh, And the way that we're going, that billionaires keep getting richer and poor people, not even poor people, middle class is making no more money. It's like <laughs> we're getting to that point where they'll literally like, here's a trillion dollars. I have it right now. What do you want me to do with it? Could I if solve? You take this, if you want the $2 trillion, say yes. If you say no, 400,000 people die. I'm going to freaking burn it. Exactly. Uh, they're getting to the point they're so fucking rich that they could easily, if they use their money, Musk they have. trying to put billboards in space. Exactly. For who? But no one fucking see it. But you know what he could do with his money? Cure uh, cancer. Cancer. He could, could fucking all the solve people. homelessness. He could, he could literally use his money for good and be a good human being, but he does not do that. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyways. But yes, that's what I'm saying. Who, who is the richest person in the world? I think it's Elon Musk. 
According to some who, things no, that who, I've watched. Who owns uh, Amazon? Jeff, Jeff Bezos. That's him. I like to say Bezos. Bezos. Uh, apparently, it's uh, Vladimir P- Putin. Oh, I can believe that. <laughs> because he, he owns all of Russia's money, and he's actually a dictator. Yeah. Like, 10,000% a dictator. And I can't imagine... I can't imagine it. I don't know. There's a pipe that's attached to the house that we need to pull off, and whenever the wind blows, it kind of taps around the house. Knock, knock, bitch. And I like it, because it seems <laughs> like the house is haunted. Well, also the wind right here between it. Co-consciousness? Co-consciousness. So, theorizes that all people suffer from multiple personality disorder, because we all live on multiple planes of existence at once. Oh. But, most of us have personalities that work cohesively, uh, and we are aware, all aware of the same things at the same time, because we're weak. And people with multiple personalities have stronger personalities that are uh, able to punch through that and be like, this is the true personality. This is the true existence that we live in. Um, and they're the real people. That's fucking deep, but uh, no. <laughs> you just need to be in your meds. But also, meds, what are they controlling? And if you, you don't, don't know. Them, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, torsion fields. Uh, so this was really rough for me to try and understand. It's a theory about quantum physics that focuses on the, the smallest atom. Torsion fields suggest that if we apply those same qualities to our mechanics, fo- focusing on very, very small parts our, of our machines, we can make them significantly more powerful beyond of what we can imagine now. To where the fact that they can bend time and gravity. Uh, yeah, but that's already an idea. Because uh, people have looked beneath the idea of uh, protons and neutrons and electrons and saying that there's something smaller than that. And I'm like, you guys literally taught me that protons are the smallest fucking thing. I don't need more of that. Yeah. And like supposedly, that that's like the idea of string theory. String theory is like smaller than those things. What gives the electrons energy is the idea of string theory. These little whirling strings of energy in space. Who knows? Um, Otto Gans field, which I think would be interesting to try. Um, an experiment to test the telepathy or ESP of an individual. The test subject is placed in a room with a chair with a red light focused on their face and two ping pong balls cut in half paste over their eyes. Okay. So, ping pong balls. And red light faced at you. Um, you can uh, still see that red light through those ping pong balls. As a red light. Oh, and yeah. And nothing else. Oh, yeah. Um, while static noise is pumped into the room. Um, so it makes a person hallucinate. Because they're, the auditory and visual stimuli are being, like, baselined. Uh-huh. Um, so... Uh, while the people are hallucinating, they send a stranger into the room and say, go in here and think about bananas for 15 seconds. Oh. And then leave. And so apparently the person that's that's being tested, they'll have all these hallucinations and whatever. And then when they come out, they'll say, what were your hallucinations about? And if it's anything similar to bananas or whatever the stranger's thinking about, they are said to have... Um, 
extra sensory perceptions. Yeah. Um, and I want to try it. Yeah. Well, well, the idea of sensory deprivation tanks are already there. I want to try those because supposedly, like, you get, like, slight hallucinations without drugs. Uh, I want to try those too, but I'm afraid that I'll, like, panic. I want to do it, but I want to take edible. <laughs> I, I want to take it, like, another so. level and be like, okay, I can't see, I can't hear, I can't, uh, I can't touch anything. Literally, uh, the only thing I can really do is smell. And, like, what am and I smelling? Like, salt smells. water. Like, uh, and I could taste, but I, I, I'm not going to be drinking anything. So I'm just floating, touching nothing. That sounds crazy. Exactly. We should try it. I think uh, we should do it. Spooky podcast. Let's do it. Uh, the Public Library of Science is a think tank and database that studies human genetics, such as different people's genomes, uh, and they trace them back to whatever they're traced back to. Um, there's a discrepancy between some of these studies to where, like, Native Americans are related to people of the Madagascar. Be like, how does that work? Mm-hmm. Um, and it suggests that uh, the Public Library of Science is trying to keep us from discovering that because if we were to discover it, it would bring us together further, and then um, new world we order. We can't have that potentials or whatever. Mm. Um, Valley of the Headless Man in the Nahali National Park in Northwest Territories in Canada. Uh, it's about 200 miles of unexplored forest. The only entrance of the valley is between a small village or by a helicopter. Um, and the places of a variety of mysterious disappearances have occurred here. First starting in 1908, where two brothers entered to try to found a gold mine. Um, and they were later later found uh, by the river with their heads removed. Oh. Um, and then again, later a logger went to try to found a tim- find to found a timber camp there, and the same thing happened. Um, and a total of forty four people have died in the region of mysterious circumstances, and not a whole lot of it. I mean, that's not that's not a whole lot, but it's very rural. And, uh, a lot of people are found in very odd ways, like freezing to death in front of a lit fire or being decapitated and tangled up in the canopies of trees. Like upward. Yeah. Um, and... So maybe these stories that I was reading, uh, those, those creepypastas, they were from that area. Could be stairways. Um, so the first people's tribe that lived around the area during before white people showed up, yeah, <laughs> they were called the Naha, uh, and other tribes uh, canonized that they they lived there and they were like, we got we got to go and figure something out, and they went into the valley and then they've just never come back. So that the, the Naha tribe doesn't exist anymore. No. Besides, because maybe white people killed them. Yeah. Um, so it, it's theorized that they maybe live in there, and that they behead people, or they have mag- magic to, to make people freeze to death in front of a fire. It's also theorized that it is a colony of Bigfoot, 
that live in there that do these things to people or entrance to agartha oh agartha the freaking lizard people let's do it demi lovato have you ever been here <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh morphogenic fields so this goes along the same thing that i've talked about before i don't remember exactly what it was called um but that information can travel through our cells or that we're all in touch on a neural network because how do we all think one person one day is just like wow uh what if you boiled an egg wouldn't it be different to eat then and it might be delicious and then other people somewhere in somebody thought about it here in texas and somebody in in finland was like what if i boiled the egg I could probably eat it then. Somebody in Africa is doing the same thing. Something in Australia. Something in Asia. Something in South America. I think people just did it randomly. But they all are recorded around the same time. That's something. How does that happen? So we discovered eggs. I'm just kidding. Um, No, I've thought about that as well. Like, how did we all discover how to use bread in different ways? Because, I mean, in different places in, like, cultural hearse, we've got bread bread uh created in some different ways we got uh basically tortillas all over in latin america and in some way shape or form uh it's not just tortillas but like you use the corn masa yeah in some way shape or form and you create something for everything you got arepas you got uh, papusas you've got um tortillas you've got everything you've got all all of these different variants that are used for different things um and then you have you know bread in uh, the Middle East is not the same as what we have in India versus China and what we have in Europe, like bread. So how did we all create bread around the same time, but created it in so many different ways? Yep. Uh, gene pool financial financialization um, is a future theory, but it suggests that people will eventually start paying for genetic mutations. Oh, yeah. And That's already a thing. Yeah. I don't that, think it's it's... It, uh, it is not a thing that happens right yet. Now, but yeah, I mean, in the genetic future, counseling like... already exists. Which genetic counseling is telling you your odds of certain things, uh, and advises you in certain aspects. But I absolutely believe that genetic counseling can become the next uh, genetic designer babies. Des- designer babies, hundred percent. In Kunabula, uh, so the first ever printed works in. Uh, the first ever printings were the Gutenberg Press, which was a, a movable text type that was invented in Germany. Yeah, back in like the 1600s, 1700s, right? 1500s, yeah, I think. Yeah, very early on. Um, this suggests that there were other um, printed informations that were uh, in human history that were done in even a more difficult way or a simpler way. But we have not discovered them or not found them because we're not being told the true, our true, uh, whole truth of our histories. Mm. Hey, Google, turn on the lights. All right. Uh, it's already on, bitch. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, yeah. Who knows what we lost at the Library of Alexandra? Oh, 100%. That library had so much shit. It, because it was literally one of the whole, the like, hearse of information. 
And then on top, there, okay, I've gone on a, a tangent about this before, but like um, the Zhang He expeditions in China, they had so much information because they went and were exploring different countries before imperialism ever came into a situation in Europe. This was 1200s, 1300s, mama. This is early that they were going around the fucking globe, um, bouncing from China all the way around all of Indonesia at, to Australia too, and then all the way out to uh, uh, India, the Middle East, and down to South Africa. They were doing everything, and all of that got burned in the 1400s. They just lit it on fire and said, no, no one no. needs to know this information. I mean, what would have happened if they had discovered that, like, China colonized California? It's, in uh, the and 900s? that was, could have been a possibility, exactly. And, and then they just evolved into Native Americans. Well, that was also one of my favorite things that I learned about in school as well is that russia had colonized alaska and a lot of like the west coast for the longest time and that just was just like glazed over like oh yeah russia existed in the in in the americas for a long time yeah and we just didn't know like 1700s i'm talking like they'd been there (laughs) and we we were just like oh yeah okay we we took over alaska in the 50s 1950s and that's what we got. All that's right, sis. Uh-huh. Uh, Tavistock is a nonprofit ex- uh, organization that exists in the UK, whose directive is to um, supposedly is to change human culture in order to make it easier for the new world order to reign. We've seen that on mm. past things. Um, Ethereus Society is a religion that encompasses most religions, including Christianity, Islam. Hinduism, Buddhism, all of the major ones. Um, and it suggests that Jesus and Buddha were uh, either the same person or two different kind of aliens. Um, and they came to Earth to try to steer things in a different direction. And um, right now we're waiting for our new overlord to come back. It's an alien. Come back, alien. Yeah. And that's tier six. That could be fun that, that all religions are founded by aliens. Yeah. I don't know about anything. <laughs> at all. I know nothing at all. Thank you. I'm an idiot. <laughs> the world is uh, f- full of so much vast knowledge and I will never know all of it. Thank Ever. you. Ever. Unless I die. And, and then when I'm you know die, everything. you can know every single fucking thing that's out there. God, I want to know that so bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, that would be fun. Uh, I mean, there's always those theories that, I mean, human life started because of aliens. And, and we won't know. We won't know. I'm, I'm fully at peace with the fact that I'll never know any of these things. I think I, I won't. I, I think it was, people always ask, like, was I born in the wrong decade? Or, I mean, you know, any person. Or was I born in the wrong time period? Born in the wrong decade? I No, I think I was born in the right time. Yeah, I'm good here. I'm okay here. And I am... A sl- I mean, I've been researching these things for a long time. <laughs> a couple months. Long time. Uh, Forever. <laughs> I'm coming to the the facts that I I'll never know any of these things. Yeah, there's no way to know if they're true or not, and there's nothing in in the world that we'll ever be able to say like, 
Oh yeah, that's true. Or, but that's that's the... and even if the things that I held true to myself beforehand, which are are more ideal to me, uh-huh. um, thinking those things, one don't know if they're true. Two, they counteract all of these things, but I think I'd rather believe those. So I think I'll just switch back. I'll just believe those things that I knew before because they're 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 safe. They're safe. They're <laughs> make you feel better. They make me feel good because there's no way of knowing otherwise. There's and, not, and I'm not going to spend the rest of my life doubting, questioning, be, being worried about something that may or may not be true. I feel feel like with a lot of these conspiracy theories, it's so like. You are spending so much time, and not just time, energy. You're spending so much, like, you have stress, anxiety, whatever. For some people, fucking decades. For something that doesn't even exist. Their whole lives, exactly. Doubting, questioning, anything like that. It's like, just figure out something that, like like I said earlier, your individual religion is your own religion. So find out something that you believe in and makes sense to you and call it that. Don't be researching for something that doesn't exist. Something you'll never be able to figure out anything. Figure out what makes sense to you, and that's it. Like, if if we all do believe, which I think that AI is the most uh, plausible thing out of all of these things, to be like an AI that's just, like, controls everything. Uh-huh. Uh, that sounds feasible to me in the future. It doesn't sound feasible right now. But, like, it's a, a, an AI that, like, react. I mean... You watch, so, there's this episode of this TV show called Black Mirror, where uh-huh. people will upload their consciousness to a computer program, and it just lets them live out their 20s for the rest of their lives, uh-huh. forever. Um, I mean, if if I were to do something like that, my consciousness would always be there, and then the AI would be like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want with you. You're going to grow an elephant nose, and uh, I'm going to make you so slow that... Uh, 2,000 years will pass, and you'll think it'll only have been a second. Uh, like, that kind of thing. Do I think it could happen? Probably not. Would it be absolutely horrible if it did? Yes. Some of these things, like... That was one of, like, the first tiers that you talked about, the the AI that tortured people. Yeah, I think it was, like, tier three or something. Uh, I don't think it's helpful for me to worry uh-uh. about it. It doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't progress me in any way. And it doesn't keep me from any kind of a fate that would befall me anyway. Uh So it's better for me to just live now and be happy. Living in the moment with the people you love and doing the things you want to do. Period. Period, sis. No, I agree. (sighs) Yeah, just take a deep breath. That's like when people ask me about... About being religious, I'm like, yeah, I don't have to believe in a god. I just have to believe in something. And I believe in spirituality. I believe in reincarnation. And like our conversation earlier, if I get reincarnated as another being on another planet, here we are. That's awesome. But if it's if it's atheism and nothing happens afterwards and it's just a, a black nothingness, there's that too. There's that too. And, and then but if it's a black nothingness, cease. you you don't know. You cease. You won't be there. You're not sitting there feeling nothing in a black nothingness. It'll or just be do you get to walk absence. the earth as a uh, a spirit seeing things happen? The, 
That's what I want. Mama, that's uh, I'm okay with that. I want to be we omnipotent. Are, are dinosaurs walking on the fucking street in spirits right now? Because all supposedly all beings have spirits, so I want this to be the Sims. We're living in career mode right now, uh-huh. and then afterwards, sandbox mode. Sandbox mode. I'm just rosebud, rosebud, building rosebud, whatever. Rosebud, rosebud. Let me rosebud. Give me four million dollars. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. To redo it all. You're like you did like you did the the hard challenge first. Now just do whatever you cheat want. codes, cheat codes all the way, Mama. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, I build my house. Two seconds, house, giant mansion with a million rooms. Do I need them? No, no, because I can only have six characters. <laughs> at one time. I have a toaster in every room. Uh, do I like toast? No. no. Exactly. I used to build the most extravagant house. I'm like, why the fuck did I do this? I used to look up floor plans of oh. existing houses and build them on the Sims, Sims 3 Online, you were allowed to download other people's houses. You remember that? I strived so hard to be the person that was on like the featured page so much that I created a fake Facebook page to be in the Sims group. And just post my things and try to get so many people to download my houses. I did so much shit. I created the most beautiful houses. No one liked them. And I was like, how is this in the featured page? And I'm not mama. I was so bitter. Anyways, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was high school me. Knowing me in high school uh, was a rough situation for everyone. I am. I'm not interested. I don't want to. Yeah, you know me now. It's somehow better than it was when I was younger. See, that's hard to believe because... It's terrible right now, isn't it? Yeah. You know what's not terrible? What? Our sponsor, Economy Works. Busy mom. They are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, or managing your social media platforms... Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the economy works. Find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy Works. <laughs> of course, we'd love to thank our sisters, our diva hunties. The sisters with our misters. Over at the Let's Talk About Gay Stuff uh, uh, podcast. Okay. Mama. Um, they are there. Uh, you're there sometimes. They, them, you're there them, all the time. Am I them? Them there all them the time. Them there all the time. Them they there. They're, they them there are there. Uh, talking about gay stuff. Talking uh-huh. about LGBTQ plus history. Talking about them they theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, you're there doing young people things. Sometimes. Dusty reads books. Uh-huh. Um, and Thomas does History. Yeah. Everything, <laughs> everything else. He he I mean he's he's really carrying you both on your he on really his back is like, to uh to uh the finish line. The weaklings. Um so tune in to them at let's talk about gay stuff.com and let's talk about gay stuff on Facebook and Instagram and talk gay stuff on Twitter. 
And you're listening to us at our spooky podcast. Our spooky podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. So you can, uh, well, you're already here. So just keep listening. Uh, but hit subscribe, mama. Make sure you're listening to us. You just found us randomly. You're that one like on Facebook that we just get randomly. It's like, you have a new follower. Go ahead and hit subscribe and keep listening to us. Okay. Uh huh. Our spooky podcast.com. Our spooky podcast on Instagram are spoopy on Twitter and our spoop on Facebook. If you're just a random person that's following us now, uh, give us a shout out on uh, our email, our spoopy podcast at gmail.com. Love us, please. Love us, please. Please. Mm. Um, um, should we? Should we? Tell me the good. Tell them we. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.